Hashtag yeah. save Blackthorn, Ossif. Hashtag what? We're preemptively yeah. saving Blackthorn. What's that again? That's Blizzard's uh, platformer starring like a biker dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're, we're preemptively saving Blackthorn before Activision can kill it dead. Activision's going to kill Rock and Roll Racing after that. Yeah, then they're like, and then we're coming for Blackthorn and your Lost Vikings too. No. <laughs> Man, Lost Vikings. I'm surprised that they never really brought that franchise back. It's... So I don't like platform or uh, puzzle games like that usually, like Lemmings or whatever things where you environmentally solving yeah. puzzles. But the Lost Vikings, I played the crap out of those games. I think I, I liked that more than Lemmings because it was a more manageable Lemmings. Like instead of like ninety nine of those little critters, you had three, and they each had yeah. a specific ability, so you didn't have to guess. Like, do I assign? This dude, the block ability, like it, they were the roles were predefined. You just had to kind of like match their abilities to the environment. It was but, it was fun. But I liked how like the vast amount of lemmings that there were. Oh yeah, no, I liked both games. I just think that was Blizzard putting like I, a lot of developers from Blizzard have told me that like they don't set out to innovate. They take a a known concept and refine it. And yeah, I feel like I Lost Vikings was their lemmings. Like, all right, they've done this. So what if we had like three of them, you know? Yeah. And then just you go from there. I could see that. But Blackthorn, though, we need to save that before. Yeah, I... That and Shadow Complex. Because, you know, they, Epic already took away <laughs> They already took away our Infinity Blades. That's true. And then they gave it to us in Fortnite. And it was the most OP weapon in the history of Fortnite. Yeah. And then they, like, they took it from it away. Fortnite. Yeah. We're going to put it on the Epic Game Store. <sighs> you know? I, I don't know. Epic over there with their Infinity Blades. Infinity yeah. Money. So we like need it. to put Shadow yeah, Complex on some sort of a... Yeah. Well, good, you know, social welfare watch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that and Blackthorn. Well, let, They're both in danger. The thing about Blackthorn. <laughs> they were marking Blackthorn. them in danger on Facebook. <laughs> They're not safe. Black <laughs> oh. So the thing about Blackthorn is Blackthorn was every, like, 90s badass dude. Yeah. Ever. Mm -hmm. He was just, like, long black hair. He was Lorenzo uh, Lamas, uh, but a video game. Yeah. Yeah, he was renegade. He was renegade. He was. Yeah, he had a shotgun. I'm pretty sure there was a motorcycle somewhere in the advertising. <laughs> I think and, the problem uh, with a modern-day Blackthorn would be that's that's a game that is crying out for a licensed soundtrack. Yeah. And Activision wouldn't like that because that's spending money instead of making money. So we definitely have to keep Blackthorn. No. Somebody no, watch you just hired Dave, hire Dave Mustaine to do the soundtrack. Yeah. That could work. Yeah, or I I feel really ashamed that I'm blanking on his name right now, but the lead singer, Mr. Bungle. Uh, Mike Patton. Patton. I almost said Patton on his fault. Nope. Mike Patton. The, also the lead Mike singer Patton. of Faith No More. Okay. Mike Patton Oswalt would be the coolest person ever. Mike Patton Oswalt <laughs> would be like the it girl, yeah. but a guy. Yeah. <laughs> the guy. Of 2019. Like super funny and super like relatable, but also just this brilliant voice. Did you guys see this story though? Like, sorry, just a non sequitur, but uh, there's people on Instagram who are faking that they're doing promoted posts in the hopes that other companies will get the money for promoted posts. Really? Yeah. 
That's a thing. Hey, you know what I saw today? <laughs> Someone started a GoFundMe for the wall. Oh, that's been going on for a while. <laughs> They've raised like seven Four million dollars. Seven million. Seven million dollars. Seven million dollars to build the wall, guys, on a GoFundMe. I should have thought of that. I wish I had thought of that. I'm yeah. Like, Can we do that? Can we do that? Yeah. Shack News will help build the wall. Support our GoFundMe <laughs> to build it's the wall. It's kind of like and save Blackthorn. Kind of like Cards Let's Against Humanity. It. How they do that stuff? Yeah. We're like, yeah. we're going to make America better. And it's like, thanks for the money, guys. Yeah. It's always yeah. just this troll. We're like, they're like, hey, thanks yeah. for giving us money. <laughs> yeah. We're going to, like, we, we realized that we couldn't really do anything. So we're just going to take the money. Yeah. Thank you. And it's like so blatantly kind of fraudulent that it's hilarious. And yeah. Genius. Uh, yeah. I appreciate whoever came up with the, the, the wall GoFundMe kind of wish i thought of it too so i yeah, think that's a, that's amazing and they don't have to they they don't have to do anything they don't have to you know, go fund me is is fascinating in that sense great because yeah. there's like it opens itself to so much fraud and like oh, you yeah. want to as a human believe that people are good but the internet is it gives people anonymity in a lot of ways yeah and that leads to people kind of swindling others. So I, I always worry when I see something that isn't even this. Like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, this is blatantly. Okay. A, a, a smart person would know that this GoFundMe is not going to fund a federal project to build a wall. No. And like, yet, and, you know, $7 million later. That's how many stupid people there are. <laughs> There's like yeah. 300 million people in the country. <clears throat> I guess like a dollar... That's if if just people were if the stupid people were given a dollar, that's seven million people. But listen to this. That's still not that many people. According to the GoFundMe page, this guy is lining up interviews on like Fox News. Oh my goodness. Of course he is. Yeah. I don't pay attention to these things. <clears throat> There's I wish one I had thread on the chatty. Yeah, where that's we, where we that, keep all of it. Every ch every thread on the chatty is a a black hole, a rabbit hole, and I dive down most of them. I I that one. It, it to really read the Trump dump, say at hour seventeen yeah. of the thread. Yeah. How long does that take? It takes a long time. It takes like three hours. If you want to actually read and click on all of those links. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I skip a lot of the sub threads started by the, the obvious trolls though. I don't yeah, it's What's I, that guy's name? Kevin Jarrell or something? You know who I'm talking I, about. I don't want to call out any specific shackers. Well, that me neither, but I'm asking for a name of a specific I shacker. Know who, I, so that's indirect. It's, uh, <laughs> you know, that guy. Yeah, that one dude. Yeah. There's always that one guy. Yeah. You know, the problem with, with banning people Yeah. is that there's always the next guy up. Yeah. You know, like you take out Haxum, there's going to be someone trying to reach the throne. Oh, yeah. So you can't ban Haxum. Yeah, it's like Game He's of leaving Thrones. there. Yeah. He's mostly harmless. But yeah, it, it's it, trolling on the chatty. So I like where we're going with this. We're going to bridge these ideas. We're going to go we're going to start a GoFundMe to save Blackthorn. I like it. Uh, <laughs> and like we could just we could fund Shack News next it. year with this. Yeah, we could say that we're going to buy back Blackthorn. Yes. To it from Black Division. And make, make our own Blackthorn. Yeah. We're going to turn it into like a full franchise. Like we're going to do an animated series. Can we do this for Duke Nukem too? We should. Oh my God. Oh my, what my if we did a Blackthorn Duke Nukem crossover? Oh, that would work. 
It would. would. That would work. That would work. Because yeah. Duke has his roots in side-scrollers. Yep. Mm-hmm. I always said. Oh, man. You're getting them all excited would... for no reason. You're going to say F-Zero next. Oh, no. No. I know it's coming, Greg. Have you played that World of Light? Have you been in that World of Light? I know Did you see Pico driving around? It's like that. The wild like goose. The I would see it. Like in the world of light. The next no. meme, he's like a skeleton. It's like still waiting. It's gonna. It's happen. coming, man. F Zero <laughs> Nintendo Switch 2019. Oh, you know, I played F Zero the other day. You did. Wait, that was Mario Kart Eight level. Uh, <laughs> you're the worst. It's gonna happen. It is. This is the system for it. They're yeah. gonna dump Kid yeah. Icarus on this. There's gonna be a new Ice Climbers game. You and Kid Icarus. It's coming. Uh-huh. Did you not play Uprising? Did anyone here play Uprising? I played it a long, long time ago. The only problem with Uprising was it was designed for the 2DS where you had to use the pen to aim on the oh, bottom Oh, yeah. Screen. That's like Metroid Prime Hunters. They literally so came out with a stand for 3DS. Yeah. Because it was that poorly designed gameplay. But the graphics and the actual game were fun. Yeah. And I'm like, you gave that to me with like a regular two analog setup. Yeah. Oh, man. That game would be fun. I'm calling that. There's a Kid Icarus game coming from Sakurai. I think you're right. In the next two years. Maybe even sooner. Man. I, I mean, mean... I want Platinum to make the Kid Icarus game. That would be dope. That would be, that would be really cool. <laughs> that I would be... Platinum to make everything, though. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. If you're going to give Platinum a... A Nintendo IP, it's... Oh man! If I only had to give them one, yeah, one Nintendo IP, yeah. Oh man, Rob the robot. You know yeah, I'm Gyromite. Not, I'm, 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 yeah, I'm absolutely serious. I want a new Gyromite. Gyromite game. with Rob. Are you the kidding robot. me? Like, yeah, would, with Platinum's take on that. If they came out with the new Rob, yeah, day one purchase. Yeah, do that. <laughs> that'd be cra- that'd be crazy. Well, like Platinum's oh, bent stop. on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gonna get him excited. It's like when you tell a dog go for a walk. You gotta take him on the walk now. Hey man. You know what? I would give him uh I'd give him Kirby. Kirby? Platinum games yeah. with with Kirby? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all that sucking and blowing, like they they can think of some creative ways to do to do some combat with Kirby, I think. That's true. I, I could see Platinum, that. Like some sort Platinum. of like Kirby game where he's like a cure and he just keeps getting bigger throughout the game. He's yeah. like battling yeah. planets at the end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah, that's Greg, totally don't don't it. shit on also, my hope. Yeah, let people imagine a, a future where good games come out. Dare to dream, Gregory. What did you say? Don't get him excited. <laughs> Or you know what? Let him go with the cultural zeitgeist. Like, let him seize the moment. Let Platinum Games make a Bowsette game. Oh shit! There it is. Mic drop. That's, yeah. That's it. I'm starting yeah. to GoFundMe. GoFundMe for Bowsette game by platform <laughs> Pla- Platinum Games. Yeah. What what will we put that at? Like three million. Yes. So like Shack News will be wildly profitable. Yeah. By by the middle of February. We should have people do concept art and everything. Okay. These are great ideas, guys. Yeah. It's just like fan art of Bowsette, like photoshopped into like a Bayonetta level. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like Bayonetta in the Mushroom Kingdom with Bowsette. Yeah. 
Oh, that would sell 20 million oh, units. <laughs> oh, my God. First day. Day one purchase. Yeah. Not you. Okay, enough. Enough of the fake why are they fake? They're imaginary. They're not fake. They're imaginary. They're not fake. They're imaginary. Greg, Greg, get you, it right. Would you kindly scrape my dreams off the heel of your yeah. shoe? A man can hey, dream, Greg. We got we got breaking star citizen nude from PC Gamer. Why is he sitting here reading PC Gamer <laughs> on the fucking podcast? At least it's not Facebook or Kotaku. His usual podcast reading material. Dude can't be bothered to not look at another screen for like five seconds. I should look at RSS feeds are important. <laughs> RSS feeds are important. Put it on a, it on a t-shirt. Greg, <laughs> every time every time you're on the podcast, you millennial it up. Because I'm looking at news? Isn't that supposed to be what we're talking about today? No. <laughs> No, we're have talking you ever about. Have been on the Shackcast? We're before? talking about Kirby by if Platinum have, Games. Yeah, we're sitting here talking about Kirby and Platinum or sports. Okay. God. Hey, let me be on the podcast, guys. I don't even know why I'm on this podcast. I'm reading PC Gamer right now. Screw you guys, Star Citizen. <laughs> hey, we suck this game dick so hard. We should probably report on it and say how great it is. <laughs> hey, we report on we reported on Citizen Con. We had someone attend Citizen Con. Yes, we did. Was that Charles? Ooh. Yeah. I think Lola has to sneeze. Okay. Just be thankful it wasn't me. <laughs> I know. I might have to go to a Fortnite tournament for three days in the middle of my break. That'll be fun. Good. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> Blake's like, go. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That's like, that's that's for Greg. That's the opposite of a break. (laughs) That is amazing. They got got llamas, Greg. It's great. It's going to be pickaxes. Will Ninja be there? Ninja's gonna be there, and he's gonna be floss dancing. Oh, oh shit, dude! Oh, dude, Ninja's appearance fees are like in the six digits right now. I mean, there's no way he's gonna be there. Well, wait. Are there gonna be are there gonna be women or black people there? Because maybe it'd be better for him to <laughs> right stay away. I don't, know. I don't think it's an official epic event, so it's small. Oh. Uh, why are you? What, well, have fun, Greg. <laughs> Don't, don't worry about it. We're going to start a GoFundMe for this, too. Greg, do you remember Extra Life United? Yes. Remember you were playing Fortnite on an Xbox and actually right. enjoying it? Yeah. No, I, I I just said I had to go over winter break. I, I didn't say that it was terrible or anything. This is exa- exactly. Yeah. I just remember Greg was there and he was like, I actually like this Fortnite game. I was like, well, wow. I didn't say I liked it. I just said I understand why it's popular. Which for in my it, from, that's it from Greg to translate that, that, is that to me. I'm praise. like, hey, Greg actually doesn't hate this game, right? It's not like I'm actually impressed by it this year. Like looking at the full year. Oh my year god, of I should make a GoFundMe yeah. to like try to shut it down, like pay money to, to stop Fortnite. I wish I'd get like a ton of donations. Stop Fortnite, GoFundMe. <laughs> god, we're just printing <laughs> money here on the Shackcast. Save Blackthorn, stop kick, Fortnite. We have to have these alls kick on before this episode goes live. Yes. Otherwise, our our business plan will be foiled. Yeah. 
Could you imagine if we didn't start these and then someone listened to the episode and did and made like $400 million? I could see that happening. You know what the worst part of that would be? They would have saved Blackthorn, and I kind of want to do that. I want to be the one who saved Blackthorn. Hmm. But Greg Greg already shat all over our dreams. No, I just don't. He, I don't, you, don't you remember just a few minutes ago when Greg true. told us not to dream? Don't yeah. Zero. Awesome gets sad. <laughs> All right, no I'm F-Zero. I'm allowed to be upset about a video game that they apparently have forgotten about. No Kirby by Platinum Games. No. No Bowsette game in the oh, Mario yeah. universe. Oh, boo. Yeah, boo. no Bowsette Battle Royale. Thanks a lot, Greg. Okay, Blackthorn and <laughs> Bowsette, right? Like, yeah. On his, they, go, they go around on his motorcycle fighting demons or something. Yeah. Whatever and it is. Yeah, and we can change Bowsette to not be Bowsette if we have to. No, this is a crossover for the ages. Black if we're trying to do better than Smash Brothers, it has to be a crossover for the ages. Bowsette and Blackthorn, done. That's too much. Like, did, did you see uh, Justin Orland's, like super crazy hyper uh, RC car show? No. <laughs> it's right. You need to watch that. It's right up your alley. I just thought about okay. like because you were like it's about demons. And I'm like that's because that's a work he says. In the show. <laughs> he's like he's like he's like yeah we're gonna do season season four. And there's gonna be demons. And we're gonna do this super interview with with Dan Harmon. And then like he's not in the room when he goes in there, and the car is all sad and just like mopes back. <laughs> and like one of his one of his writers is like, hey Dustin, you can do an interview with me. He's like, fuck you. I don't want to do an interview with you. I want to do an interview with Dan. <laughs> I, I thought of you the whole time because it's like right it's like that type of humor that you would do you know what I mean just like thanks honey <laughs> yeah I guess let's start the show yeah that's our intro uh, wait do I do it I'm gonna do it in a song yeah do a song? okay kick it uh, off this is the last song of the year yeah well it's the Shack Cast Holiday Special Fun Time. We're gonna talk about some video games that we all played probably throughout the year, and then we're gonna go and have some holiday cheer because it's the Shack Cast Christmas Holiday. Let's end the year with a bang! Hey, let's talk about some video games and kick it old school and totally hang. And Resident Evil 2. Welcome to the Shackcast, the official Shack News podcast hey. of Shack News. I'm your host, Awesome Khan. I'm CEO, editor, chief, chief puppy wrangler. Uh, you know, we have the Lola here, the chair pet of the board. Really has had a tremendous run. Literally the month oh, yeah. after she won the election, yeah. Shaq News experienced an all-time high yeah. in monthly unique visits. Delivering on campaign promises. Immediately delivering. Promises made, promises Having, like, kept. the best E3 on the back of her election, yeah. followed by the best month ever. So you have to say, she's had an amazing 2018. Yeah. She deserved that Do It For Shaq News uh, award nomination. Absolutely. And uh, I'm just happy to have her here on this last podcast of the year. You know, we I, we've we've recorded this in so many locations this year. Yeah, we're back here in Ohio. It's nice to be here. Uh, so with me, 
making the long trek across the, the mean streets of Canton, Ohio, as my usual co-host, David Craddock, our long reads editor. Dude, the streets of Canton were so mean. <laughs> and the journey was so long today. There's traffic. Oh. I'm going I'm to do that breaking news uh, sound effect again. Yeah. We need traffic. a helicopter monitoring Fulton because it's a jungle out there. Traffic, guys, guys, in Canton, Ohio. I live eight minutes away. It took me half an hour. It's ridiculous here. That never happens. No. So we're, we're terrified. Uh, I recommend going I'm not going stuff. home. Yeah. You, I mean, it's fine. Yeah, we have firewood here. Yeah, we'll be we'll we'll, we'll be all right. <laughs> we are gonna be good. I've got to wait for things to die down. Yeah, but because this is the last episode of 2018, uh, we had to have some other guests on the show. Yes. So we have two special guests joining us who have been on the episodes this year, and you know, but you know, I I think I'll start with our our longer tenured of the two. Right. Uh, Greg Burke. A.K.A. Greg Burke, the video jerk, A.K.A. Burkleton. Yes. <laughs> Burkleton's my name on Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> Our video's editor. Like, hey, Burkleton. Literally dragged him out of the video minds to record this podcast. Yes. And then throwing him back in immediately after. <laughs> I was like, hey, Burkleton, podcast. By the way, get back to work. Yes. He's like, okay, thanks, bye. And he just, I just leave. Yeah, just <laughs> kicks you back in. <laughs> and then also joining us, who, the 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 man who sang the the opening song of this episode, Blake Morse, our reviews editor at Shack News, celebrating one year at Shack News yes. oh. just this week. That's hey, right. Welcome. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me for a year. Yeah, and here we are at the last episode of the year. Yes. Yes. Talking about video games. Let me set the scene. Exterior, nighttime, rooftop of the Shangri-La Hotel. (laughs) Our hero, Ichiban Bellman, has made his way through all the enemies. And now he must face the number one Ichiban Yakuza boss on top of the rooftop. But he has... He has the front desk girl hostage. Like he's holding her, right? Wait, that's the love hostage. of his life. Right? <laughs> and little does he know, like, you know, it. she's got a little gift for him Uh-oh. with a little note on it because it's Christmas and it's snowing on the roof. What a twist. Oh, my God. That's right. In Tokyo? Ichiban, that's right. Ichiban Bellman is a Christmas movie. Of course Nobody it is. Nobody wow. saw it coming. Bam. Nobody even knows it's Christmas until this last scene. Holy <laughs> shit. Oh. Dude. It's, a, it's an M. Night Shyamalan Christmas. That movie. is a Christmas twist. Wow, that is. Right. That is He's a Shaq Missy Christmassy twist. <sighs> He's only got one piece of uh, of luggage left. And because the boss fires his gun at Ichiban Bellman. And he tosses the luggage in such a way that, like, it hits one of the wheels on on the luggage, and it ricochets. But where does it go? You're just going to have to go see the film to find out. <gasps> what a tease. Right. Ichiban Bellman, we're, 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 um, 
you know, I'm pitching the script. Yeah, it's going to be, I think the first one's going to be called Ichiban Bellman, The Legend Continues. Yes, it's definitely. Because, <laughs> like, I love when, like, the first movie is just about this badass. Yeah. Like, if you've ever seen the Remo Williams movies? No? No. Anybody? Which which one, like, which, I like, what movies? I think it's, like, I'm trying to remember. It's the most popular Remo Williams movie. I don't know if it's called The Adventures of Remo Williams or like Remo Williams something. Yeah, Remo Williams, The Adventure Begins. The Adventure Begins. Yeah, that's a solid flick if you haven't seen it. Okay. I highly recommend it. Um, But yeah, I, I love that. Like, here's the first movie, but he's already like being chronicled. Yeah. Like you're already oh, yeah. planning for like a series. Yeah, that, that's the new that's the new hip thing in Hollywood. You make a sequel before the original movie is finished, mm-hmm. so then people think that there's another movie beforehand. Exactly. Yes. I I would watch at least I, I don't know how many Marvel universe movies have we had like fifty yeah, at least. I'd watch oh, yeah. that many in the Ichiban Bellman universe for sure. Based on this pitch, oh, yeah. like there's also least- spinoffs. Yeah, Ichiban Bellman Infinity War is going to be fucking dope. Yes. Oh, man. Dude. <laughs> that, you don't even want to know. <laughs> we don't even, we're not even tipping our hand too much. No. Yeah, you're going to have to, You're all I'm saying is you don't want to, you don't want to go see Ichiban Bellman and not stay through the credits oh, because, yeah. yeah, Samuel L. Jackson or somebody like him might show up. Oh man! In that end scene, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not saying it does or it doesn't. I'm not saying it does or it doesn't. But Ichiban Bellman, you know, there's a lot of Ichiban people in mm-hmm. the world. Yeah, and when they come together, things get serious. Yeah. In the world so, of Bellman, one man sticks out from the rest. Ichiban. I gotta say, the time that we had in Japan this year was amazing, and. Uh, that- We've we've been oh, yeah, talking yeah. about Ichiban Bellman since we are adventures in Tokyo. I figured this originated there. Yeah. yeah, if you haven't listened to those episodes, clearly you guys, both of you, mm-hmm. caught. I just watched the Tokyo Game Show game show. I know Greg did edit that for us. I d- I listened to the Jap the Japanese uh, episodes. Yeah, why don't I remember? It because it's usually at the very beginning, and <laughs> oh. <laughs> there's one. It was the it was the Oculus one. It was at the beginning of the Oculus one, I think, that we had one story. And then we recorded we once had, in Nagoya. It was one in Japan. Yeah, yeah. The one in Nagoya. The one in Nagoya was the first time. Oh, okay. We had been talking about... We just had been like, talking about Ichiban Bellman because he's a guy who's at the Shangri-La. And he was, like, super polite. And, yeah. Like, just would do anything. Yeah. You know, yeah, and there's like, stuff. wow, that guy's probably a superhero. Boom. Yeah. Movie. Boom. $200 million later. So at this point, Shaq News is worth like eight billion. Yeah, on future revenues just based on this episode. Absolutely. So we have a lot of great yeah. ideas here on the show. We're gonna we'll have to file an IPO. Yeah. With all of these really stable cash flows that we've now generated. I'm telling you, I, I I keep saying it. The market won't peak until Uber goes IPO. That has not happened yet. So once that happens and the market's done, then everyone will pile into the Uber IPO and get their hearts ripped out there. <laughs> uh, 
Well, it's the end of the year. It is. We played a lot of video games this year. We traveled the world playing video games, writing yeah, about right. them. As we do. Recording the video uh, interviews. From, and from QuakeCon to Tokyo Game Show to E3. CES, GDC. Yeah. PAX East. And uh, Greg lost his voice at PAX East. We all did. <laughs> yeah, because I, if I, as I recall. Like day four. Uh, <laughs> We're yeah, dying here. You didn't have any like shielding from the floor noise, right? So you're all just sitting there, like that's correct, screaming on camera to be heard. Yes, that, and also it was very cold, and all the good food options were outside. It was it was pretty brutal. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, I, I I've been looking at next year's schedule because we're you know Shaq Newsley Electronic Sports League and mm-hmm. all sorts of stuff that we oh. have to plan. Uh, I know, right? You think about like what we did this year between what a year. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty epic, really. You know, uh, the the world championship was fucking surreal. Yeah, that was <laughs> like sitting up there and like you got Nintendo looking down on us and then Sega in front of you. Yeah, you're just like okay. Dude. <laughs> Fatality. Yeah, sitting there with fatality, yeah. dude, calling Quake the Quake Finals for Shaq News. I was like, I can't think of a more Shaq News moment in history. Yeah, I was like that is that's something else. And I really the the Goldeneye match was, I, I think, think was the most favorite. hype moment. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. which is funny because people were going into that being like, oh, this is going to be crappy. No, this is going to be good content. I'm like, watch. Golden Eye is great. Golden Eye is something special, man. It, it is. It ended with slaps. It was slaps. Oh no! It, it was slaps. yeah. It was a shot. It was a it was a pistol. No, I, oh, that's right. For so, I it in my mind, in, it, slappers only is the most the epic. One on one, the, no, it, like, it was. I think it was pistols, uh, golden gun, or like one shot, one kill. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And one person like shot all their bullets. And then they were slapping. The other person ah. shot them. Oh, that's what I'm, Yeah, that's right. But it was sudden death. It was crazy. For second place. Yeah. And then that kill ended up winning Mega Moose 64 $30,000. Yes. It's just like epic. That guy <laughs> took home a decent salary over a few days. And he won. He, he, we can say that now. We're going to talk about the Shaq News Awards. He yeah. won the Do It For Shaq News Award. He did. And he deserved it, too. Yeah, absolutely. There were a lot of deserving candidates uh, this year, but man, I love that guy. Like, I'm I'm so happy uh, for him, and it was no small task. That was like one of the most ridiculous gauntlets in electronic sports yeah. history. Yeah. And like, yeah, the fact that the, the fact that you know a little finesse and a little luck got him there is really cool. That's you what know, we were looking it's for. Not about. It's not. It's not about clicks per minutes. No, no, no. It was really a gauntlet built by gamers for gamers. Like you could, you couldn't just specialize in one game or one type of game. You had to run the gamut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was. I felt like finding just someone who I picked some of my favorite games of all time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I was like to get my money. You're gonna and my briefcase. You're gonna have to go through this test. Yeah. And oh my god, that's how we that's how we turn it into like a Nick Arcade style game show. Mm-hmm. 
right there. We gotta have you up on like a giant throne with a briefcase. Like, you know, yeah, with the briefcase. <laughs> Legend of the hidden briefcase. Demanding F zero. What do we want? F zero. You know, like that red foreman. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Theme. It's just like F zero on switch. <laughs> <laughs> just me looking cranky on my front step. <laughs> like a king and the and the 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 cape and the the king's the stereotypical like red with white buff king's crown. You walk over to Nintendo. Where's my F zero? I let's do that. If we don't get F zero at, at E three. I will wear a crown and a cape and walk over there and ask you, them. You totally should. I'll do that. They're going to be like, who are you? I am the king of Shack News. I am the king. <laughs> Don't have the king of Shack News Electronic Sports. And I demand. Do you there question my authority? Authority. <laughs> I demand F-Zero. I mean, you could, now you could make custom tracks for a tournament, though, right? Oh, that's right. Yeah. I know. I dude, I haven't even opened it yet. Oh my god! I just stare oh, yeah, at it's it. Sitting on the out there on your table. It's on my gear table, full uh, full of all of my electronics. Yeah, right next to a Jim Brown helmet. You need to bust that open and build some courses. I haven't yeah. had time. That's true. You're a busy guy. I need like I'm like, what TV am I putting that on? <laughs> Like I don't really. You have a few to choose from. You've also what do we have? How many categories do we have in the Shack News Awards this year? I think over like f- a lot. Forty. There was One, a lot of awards. Yeah, there's a lot. There were a lot of deserving games. There absolutely were. Okay, so yeah, I can just um, run through some of them for you. Best music, Tetris. Effect, yeah. Tetris Although, effect. Yeah, although Smash Brothers had amazing music. Yeah. Red Dead has really good music. Yeah. Um, it was... God of War has good music. Mm-hmm. There's good music it's out just... there. Celeste had great yeah. music. Oh, yeah. It's uh, just the music was part of the game, mm-hmm. I felt like, in Tetris Effect. It, yeah, it, it's like yeah. everything it Everything in that game was so perfectly intertwined. Yep. It's like just masterfully yeah. designed. Yeah. Uh it was my game of the year pick it lost (laughs) spoiler alert (laughs) um it's cool you know i keep i've had the song from uh the new warframe extension Mm -hmm. stuck in my head like all year since they showed me that when they revealed it Mm -hmm. it's like a it's like a chain gang sort of worker song that they did I mean, if we're going to expand outside of gaming, I, my music tastes have really revolved around the one and only Loop Daddy, who's just yeah. dominating the yeah. universe right now. Yeah. Who is also up for the same award as Mega Moves. Yeah, up yep. for the Do It For Shaq News Award. Mm-hmm. We nominated mm-hmm. quite a few people. We nominated Team YouTube for YouTube TV. Yeah. We nominated uh, the Shaq staff. Fox. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Sonic Fox, yes. Shaq staff, you guys were nominated by yeah. yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> Lola. Sure. You that. How pooper. You having a good time? Yeah. <laughs> I. She already knows she didn't win. But like I mentioned earlier, she won the chair pet of the board this year, so it's a way bigger achievement, honestly. And led Shaq News to its, to its most profitable month. 
profitable nah. or bo- best how do you I, I just say i, I say it like it is we set a re- an all-time record for monthly unique visitors that's right in july of 2018 but no profits no i because i i did something insane this year i mentioned it on twitter last night i stopped running ads yes <laughs> bless you and i was like i'm like i i looked at how much i'm spending to run the site to how much that we are getting from the the ad revenue and i was like it's not worth the headache no it wasn't the user experience was so much worse yeah it was really bad you know programmatic yeah, ads some of the bigger sites and just like you're berated with ads and it's just like jesus i just want to read the thing and you're like keep getting pop-ups and music and you're like dude just want to read the article you know what i mean like it's yeah i think there's a nice there's a nice medium that a lot of people a nice balance that a lot of sites haven't figured out yet i don't think so greg i think the banner ad is dead i think the the whole idea that you're gonna put it within the article so when you're swiping up on a mobile it like kind of like appears and then disappears yeah i hate that shit yeah i hate. I don't i don't think any of that's gonna improve the user experience i think that like the sites that you see that are gonna thrive are like washington post new york times the subscription model is mm-hmm. what's going to save websites. Mm-hmm. You have to go mm-hmm. that route. You look at all the content creators, if like them or not, right on Patreon, they're doing it because of Patreon. Look yeah. at what look at what Danny's been able to do with NoClip. Right. You know that's all Patreon money. Uh. So or at least allegedly. Mm-hmm. Going back to what we were talking about with GoFundMe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, it, it's uh, it's. I, I did a crazy thing. I, I I look at it like I pushed the reset button on the company. Mm-hmm. I said like, okay, new business model, mm-hmm. new website. That what we did in August just literally laid the groundwork for what we're gonna do next year and the year after that. So yeah, it's what I find. I just I I feel like lately, especially because I have like a long term time horizon on Shack News or on other investments, I feel like most people are either not in a position to even be worried about investments, or if they are investing, they have no patience whatsoever, right? And they just want to make fast money and then get out. Mm-hmm. So I feel like society shortest. Yeah. Path of least existence to the most income, basically, right? So I kind of feel like a dinosaur when I talk about long term investing. It's a fluke, man. You're a fluke. I'm like this. Yeah, it shouldn't exist. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Like, there's no one already, like, my age that's really talking like this. Because most people are like, like I said, our generation got fucked over really hard. Right. Two recessions, like, right when we're coming out of college. Right. <laughs> you know? so it's like yeah we never had a chance uh it's also, it's also interesting in the, in the fact where they want all this free content but the, and i don't want ads so mm-hmm. it's like <laughs> they just want to get free stuff all the time it's weird yeah the internet i mean so many times it's devolved into hey how do i get this for free mm-hmm. <laughs> right yeah and like you see it across it's it's funny because you see it across uh all sorts of content on the internet and the porn industry is always kind of at the forefront of these problems Mm -hmm. 
You know, like they spend all this money to make porn and then it's pirated like 40 times in the, the first minute <laughs> yeah. that it's hit the internet. <laughs> it's like instantly just sunk cost. Uh, so like, I feel like the whole media realm is having to pivot and they're finding subscription is the way to go. Mm-hmm. But it, it, it all depends on fostering a community that's loyal and cares about your content. Mm-hmm. Because if you just are like spewing out meaningless shit that no one cares about, you know, I, I think you'll 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 go to zero. But it's also because a lot of like you like you want a community, but at the same time, most communities are cynical, and that's I'm like a perfect example of that. And actually, I have a more recent example. I put uh, an unboxing I did on Reddit, and it didn't get flagged. It actually picked up and went viral, but it went viral for all the wrong reasons. So wait, I missed this. Which unboxing was this? The and why Fallout did it one? Go viral? The arcade stick one. I put that on the arcade stick subreddit. Oh, okay. And it was just basically just a parade of dislikes and hating on it. I'm like, okay, like, sorry, I didn't open it and switch out all the parts, or I didn't use it for six months, and you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. They just they wanted like a 35 minute in depth review, and they were just bashing on it. So Damn it, Greg! Why didn't you do a six month review of this thing? I you only had a week to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Before embargo, Greg. I love how people act like there aren't embargoes and like agreements to reviews. Yeah, it's hilarious. I mean, what are the people like? What do you think people in an arcade stick subreddit are going to know about journalism? <laughs> if you ask them, they know a lot, and we're wrong, and we're doing it yeah. wrong. Yeah, we're doing it wrong. <laughs> and they do it better. I can't believe Greg got an arcade stick and not me. So I'm going to cool. dislike his video. Yeah. I look forward to watching their review on their website. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. I got caught up in a... <laughs> I don't know, man. Ever since I've been back from my Twitter ban, <laughs> I got a different swag on that platform now. He's back. He's back from his Twitter ban, and he's ready to go. And, like, you know Rami Ismail? Mm-hmm. He caught some shit. Did you see this Polygon tweet? Everyone. Did you see... You saw this, right? Well, no? Polygon tweet. Okay, so you haven't seen it, and you haven't seen it. It's a uh, fucking <laughs> my anaconda don't my anaconda don't my anaconda don't want none unless you got games hun. And it was like they were just kind of tweeting about the code name for the new Xbox, but they did not supply a link. It was just that in text. Oh, and everyone's like and Rami quote tweeted and said, I don't think this is really that great of a tweet, guys. It's not really appropriate either. Because, I don't know, anyone heard the song by Sir Mix-a-Lot before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big butts. Yeah. yeah. Been, like, we know what you're talking about, Polygon. Apparently, you have a giant dong. Uh-huh. Cool. Yeah. I had no idea that Polygon had a gender identity. And it's a male baby. Or it could be quoting the Nicki Minaj song. So that makes things even more confusing. I did see this thread, <laughs> right? actually. Am I right? Yeah. So the problem is, is it they shouldn't be making references to butts. I don't know. Anyway, some guy I'm... replied to Rami saying that he wasn't. He was. He regretted ever buying Ridiculous Fishing, even though it's a great game. And I and I replied. I quote tweeted that guy, and I'm like, look at this ridiculous person. And I was like, I loved Ridiculous Fishing anyway. You know, and it's just like that tweet. It's just like these; those two guys just went back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. For the next like 
18 hours. Yeah, that's ridiculous. And I'm like, yeah. Why am I in this tweet now? Right. I need to just like stop this. Yeah. I need to stop this insanity. I need to pull out of all social media. Pull you the report. I think the thing that people need to do before they react to people, if something really irks them, just go and look at their profile. Like most of the time it's like someone that maybe has like seven or six followers. Yeah. Yeah. I do like I that. do exactly that, Blake, and you're you're absolutely right. Why does that even matter? Because you know this person uh, is just a dumb troll. But like Everybody's a dumb troll. Greg's a dumb troll. He's got way more than seven followers. <laughs> this is true. This... Uh, I'm kidding, Greg. You're not always a dumb troll. No, no, I, I get it. I'm pretty cynical when it comes to stuff. I just think the problem with uh, with people reacting is that people have no. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. I'm, I'm generalizing here. I feel. I feel a lot of people don't feel they have a self identity, so they latch on to something like a movie or a game. And if you attack that movie, they they figure it's an attack on them. Yeah. And so they have to like yeah. instantly like Star Wars is a great example. Of this. They have to instantly defend, instantly call you oh out, instantly God. start going crazy. Yeah, seriously. Of course, yeah. Star Wars is. Star Wars is a great example of anything at this point. I but feel Star like Wars, can... yeah, I could write. I could write a, a thesis, yeah, philosophy thesis on Star Wars at this point. Mm-hmm. Not the actual movie, yeah. but how it has affected society. Yeah, that'd be cool. Forever, that'd Wait, be a waste yeah. of my I, time. I would read it. I know, but I got no. I think it's. I think the thing that like intrigues me a lot about pop culture is we've gotten to the point where it's now a fervent pissing contest it's like we're rooting for the browns it's like everybody's cheering for the cleveland browns (laughs) disney fans are basically worse than browns fans and we're awful we're we could be really hard to deal with yeah a cleveland fan is very abrasive but Mm -hmm. so are disney fans ironically that are that are very much like Oh no! You don't understand how much Star Wars means to me. Yes, and, exactly. like, how much you know? And I'm just like, I I don't know. I grew up in the same timeline. Yeah, I had a weird childhood, just like everybody else. Like Star Wars is totally like a, an anchor for a lot of people my age. You know what? I get that. I actually. And I'm sorry, Blake. Go ahead. It's it's just a little uh, like. Like, come on, like, don't act like it means more to you than somebody else just because you have a different, object, like, subjective opinion. Well, That's just the thing. People identify with it too personally, and then when you attack that yeah. imaginary, like, thing, they feel like you're, it'd be like me calling out somebody else directly for, like, something uh-huh. very personal to people get pissed. I don't know, it's just weird. I, I read a, an interesting yeah. essay on, on uh, Dark Souls, because Souls fans can be like that. They can be very, I'll use the word, passionate. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you say, well, Dark Souls sucks, then you are you immediately flooded with get good, noob, and turn in your hard game club card. But this this essay posed an interesting... It's a lot like Quake fans. A lot like Quake fans. A lot like fans of almost anything in pop culture. But the, the interesting point of this essay was that in the case of Dark Souls, a lot of people formed strong connections with this game because it is difficult and because it's it has such um, a strong emphasis on risk-reward because as you play that game, it's such a crucible, but in a fun way, that when you come out the other side, you had this meaningful experience and you become very passionate about it. And I don't think that justifies any poor behavior. I just thought that was an interesting way to look at it. Because, you know, here's the thing. If we go to war tomorrow, like our jobs are one of the first to go. But that shouldn't be the case because entertainment brings a lot of joy to a lot of people there are people out there who who maybe you know star wars or dark souls or resident evil 2 do out in five weeks is maybe the most important thing 
in their lives. It means a lot to them. So again, I'm not justifying behavior, but I also won't knock someone for being a super fan of whatever it is they love because they might have some very personal connection to it. I disagree about your war comment because we've been at war since 2001, essentially. I'm talking like World War II, shut everything down and build tanks. Go I don't know if we're ever going to do that again. I don't think we will either, but that's like another conversation. I'm just speaking... <laughs> yeah, the next war is going to be an economic war. Speaking it's already in, like in general. Yeah. yeah. But I, you know, I, I don't think that should happen because I think that in those times people will turn to, it's the same reason we send comedians and musicians mm-hmm. and professional wrestlers over to, to visit the troops because yeah. they need the morale boosts. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure we're less than a year away from Ninja visiting the USO. Yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> I, Nick Chester, if you're out there, there's some free PR for uh-huh. sending <laughs> Ninja to play Fortnite in iraq or something right that'd be good get trump there oh man we're we're trying to boost morale no but it'd be like a perfect like collage of horrible hair oh yeah okay (laughs) um yeah this is this show has taken a a very interesting slant it has bellman yeah that usually happens though i know it's very uncharacteristic of our show isn't it Uh, we're usually so focused and on the rails yeah um (laughs) Bef- yeah, speaking of focus, you know, and since we have these two guys who are in California here, right? How about we do our rankings of our local fast food? Oh yes, yeah. this Ohio is a diet. subject that would be very important. To so them. this is we're doing the unofficial Shackcast sponsor of the year. Yeah, right. Yeah, live here on the Shackcast. It's happening right now. So for unofficial, make sure you emphasize that to so me. Unofficial, unofficial, yeah. unofficial. Don't sue us. If right. you're a company based in Orange County, California, you're not involved in this top five. Right. You are so ineligible. So David and I are going to both have a top five, right? Yes. Top five. Okay. Uh, let's start with, so just kind of a rundown. At the beginning of every show, we usually uh, nominate an unofficial sponsor. That's some right. local place where we've been eating. Yeah. Shouting out to small businesses in Northeast Ohio. Yeah. Uh, Asif, let's start at five. You go first. Okay. So I actually changed mine up a bit. Mm-hmm. I have two. I'm going to do... Talake Pake at mm-hmm. five. Because mm-hmm. I fucks with Talake Pake. <laughs> Blake would say they have white people salsa there. But Flavorful and delicious. And I would be right. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just saying, like I know I know Blake's taste in salsa. Uh-huh. I know what they have at Talake Pake. And he would be like, Yeah. That's what that is. <laughs> so but like you know it's serviceable. Yeah. It's serviceable. Like, sure. I'm, not, I'm not saying like it's only for white people. Like anyone. <laughs> it's, it's. I mean, me, Blake and I are from California, and like we have really good Mexican food here. So. Oh, we're, like, oh yeah, yeah. You yeah. know why? Because it used to be food. fucking Mexico. Yeah. yeah you like, took we, it. Yeah. You took it from them. Uh, and we did what we always do. We take things we want. And <laughs> you took tacos with them, and the tacos are delicious in California. There's so many yeah. options. You know what I had? I have today? one I have... good place, guys. My other place is like gate has has foodborne illnesses. Yeah, and then there's Taco Bell. El Rincon is not eligible either. <laughs> so if you think about it, like we found Talake Pocket, it is like a shining star. Yeah, on Dressler. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, what's your number five? My number five is Winking Lizard. There you go. Yeah. Has yeah. an incredible variety of food mm-hmm. that is also delicious. And when you pick up your food, you can get a free bag of popcorn. Yep. They have a popcorn machine right when you walk in. Right in the in. lobby. Yeah. yeah. And they actually have like iguanas in like a huge like 
setup. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a, it I, always, I go check out the iguanas to see if they wink at me. I love that place, man. It's right down the street. Yep. It's very close. Don't go there tonight, though. No. Not gonna, I'm, I might. My brother and I call it burrowing. We're like, oh, I'm going to burrow tonight. Yeah, dude. Like, what? There's some nights where you're just like, I don't want to go outside <laughs> in this traffic. I'm just going to stay <laughs> in, make dinner at home. Yes. It might be one of those nights. Um, yeah, so my number four, right? Mm hmm. Oh, this is tough. I'm going to. I'm going to move Bombay Sitar to four. <gasps> yeah. Dude. I know. Four? I'm outraged. You should be outraged, Greg. You're right to be outraged. I'm outraged for David. Yeah, I'm going to start a GoFundMe. This is bad. I think I'm biased because I'm brown. So I've had good Pakistani food at home for a large part of my life here. Yeah. I know how to make it myself. Mm -hmm. So it's not, maybe it's just not as, like, I get it occasionally and it hits the spot amazingly. Yeah. And I am putting it above Talaki Pocket. Okay. Uh, but the, like I, I was thinking about it just from how often I go to the place. Mm-hmm. And like I don't go to Bombay Sitar that often. You haven't have you had their buffet yet? Yeah. Okay. It's good. Yeah. It's a good value. I'm not arguing against the value of the okay. place or the quality of the food. There's just a lot of really good restaurants that we have to rank here. Jeez, you think you know a guy. Yeah. Okay. Should okay. we do it by category? No. No. <laughs> Blake. That's, that's crazy talk. You don't get we our don't have pro- many places You don't get here. our process, Blake. <laughs> like, if you come here, you'll understand. There's like that place, that place, that place, and that place. Right. There's not that many places worth <laughs> eating at here. The category is <laughs> restaurants in Northeast Ohio. Yeah, that's the category. <laughs> Literally. So like, can you name five? Yeah. Like, oh, hell yes, we can. <laughs> I mean, there's five <laughs> restaurants, but there are there five restaurants that we would fucks with? Yeah. And that's what this Literally is about. Five okay. There's five that we fucks with. Yeah. On, on, the re- right. on the regular. Yeah. Okay, so what's your number four? My number four is Krause's Pizza. Okay. Delicious pizza. It's ready in minutes, and unlike Little Caesar, it's delicious. Like, I could walk into Little Caesar right now and get a pizza, and it might taste like cardboard. Although they've changed up their recipe quite a bit. Like, it's all right on average now. But Krause's Pizza, it's so good. The prices are great. You can get, like, a card table-sized pizza for, like, 20, 30 bucks. Feed your friends for days. <laughs> card table-sized? Oh, yeah, dude. They uh, they have those, those party pizzas, I think they're called there. Mm-hmm. They are huge. Okay. Just a giant sheet of pizza. Yeah, I, I do remember. They also had a lot of deals where you could get, like, two large yeah for one or two large for like one and a half right there were many deals to be had at krauss's pizza Mm -hmm. that's a great selection yes uh so that was your number four that's my number four okay here's my number three oh man this is tough i know you're gonna have to knock some off this is like game of the year all over again it's the winking lizard at three okay i love the winking lizard yeah it's great like it you know like People have like BW3s or other wing places, Wingstop or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's like that was like the OG wing place. Yeah. What I love about it is it's been around since we were kids. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's always cool to see a company. It's evolved a lot. It's changed. Yeah. Their menus like ridiculously. It has everything. On it's it. incredibly diverse. You now. can get like a hamburger there. You can probably get like a buffalo burger there. There's like tacos on the menu. Yep. But it's known for its wings and its wedges and it's like. You know, bar style food. Yeah, and it has so many TVs. It is like great for watching yeah, you, games. Yeah, it's, it's a sports bar. 
Yeah, so I'd rather go there than go to like Hooters or BW3s, mm-hmm. you know. And we have, I think, BW3s in town, and we like, do some other shit. Dressler, every yeah. almost every restaurant on this list. So yeah, Winking Lizard is my number three. Okay, so what's your number three? My number three is Sahara Grill. I don't okay. know if you've had this yet. I have. It's you over have? on the Strip. Yeah, yeah, I've been there. Or, no, 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 no. It's on. It's on Dressler too. It's what? actually just a little ways down from Talake Pake. I have not been here. Yeah. Sahara Grill? Sahara Grill. It's a Greek and Mediterranean food. Hmm. They I like a, Greek and Mediterranean food. Yeah, this this place is delicious. Prices are great. They run a buffet on weekends. Uh yeah, Amy and I can eat there and get like huge meals for both of us, like twenty dollars total. Okay. And the food is just delicious. Okay. Mm-hmm. I need to go there. You do. Go there right now. Right right I now. Mean, are All they right, we'll be how right late back. are they open? They're open till like nine or ten. No, they're open till ten course yeah Yeah, everything closes at 10 guys yeah um so my number two Mm -hmm. krauss's pizza ah excellent excellent choice that you had earlier it is it's the best yeah okay so you guys have your mexican food us fat ohioans have our pizza yep and we are a great mix of what is good about chicago pizza and what's good about new york pizza Mm mm-hmm we're not like a pizza by the slice place, but I think we're a good balance of the two. It's a good amount of dough, a shit ton of cheese, yeah, and a lot of toppings. Cross's Pizza is great. Uh, yeah, that's my number two. My number two is the artist formerly known as Eurogyro. I, I banished them. I know this. you did, but I, you you got to give them another chance. It's I fucking that gyro spot. to this place at 7.30, guys, and they're already closed. They had staffing problems, and they, they changed their name. Shenanigans. And word of mouth is tough. I You know, like, if I'm driving down there, that's, like a, that's a decent way away from here. Let me tell you what happened on Tuesday night. And then I had to park. I had to get out. Yeah. It's annoying. They deliver, though, dude. Uh, the other night, Amy and I ordered $55 worth of food. And they delivered it? Jesus. Yeah, they did. How late are they open now? Uh, Like 10. That's bullshit. They used to be open until 12. On a weeknight? <laughs> yeah. On a Tuesday? Yeah. Uh, they they were, might be open until 12, they but were open we till ordered it like 8. The one, on, uh, the one on market, the Eurogyro. That place market, is no good. It's open till 1 a.m. at least. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Well, CeCe's Pizza is also open pretty late, but I'm not, I wouldn't eat there. Yeah, <laughs> and yet you eat at Taco Bell. Hell yes, I do. That's not on my list, though. Okay. And, yeah. I think we have the same number one. Do we? If we don't, this is going to be a riot. Yeah. Right? Greg, what's your number one in Northeast Ohio? Swenson's. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Swenson's driving. Yeah. Just because, and no, but that's not only because of their food, because when I got also his birthday present, or was it Christmas, I don't remember, last year, like, somebody actually called me and was like, hey, did your did your friend get the gift cards? And, like, that's, like, customer service you don't get anymore. Mm-hmm. An was, actual was human being from Swenson's yeah, yeah. called Greg. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's how you win. Yeah. That's, yep. So there they are. There it is. Whenever you guys ever do come to Canton, we're going to take you straight to Swenson's. Yep. Literally from Canton-Akron Airport, we're just going to go directly to Swenson's, which is half a mile or so away from here. Mm -hmm. And then, boom, hang out with Lola. That's all we're saying. Now, did you notice I left Bombay Sitar off my list? Yeah. Yeah. Because I had to make some hard choices. So you were all mad at me. 
for low, making Bombay Sitar lower on my list. I just wanted to guilt you a little bit. Wow. I yeah. feel I, I feel duped. But actually, my number <laughs> one, Swenson's is number one, but number two for me goes between that gyro spot and, and Bombay Sitar, really. But I have to go with the place that delivers, you know? Yeah. Because leaving the house is terrible. I don't mind it. I actually, I work so much that like I look forward to going to pick yeah. up food. I'm like, hooray! But I'm Tuesday, my house. I was Tuesday, I was sick. And the problem with Northeast Ohio is we have great food, but very few places deliver unless That's you have true. an app like DoorDash. So I have to, I have to prioritize delivery for those days when I just don't feel up to going out. No, that makes sense. I understand All the right. value proposition, but yeah, yeah, that's it. There's your, there's uh, our, there's our official. Blake, did unofficial. you love it? No, I, I love it. I'm into it. I'm, I was making my own top five. I thought well, I thought I was supposed to make a top five. Yeah, all right. Let's hear it. This is for your local spots? Right. Just local. Like, now, what are the rules of local? Like, how far away can a place be to be considered local? Oh, God. Uh, 20-mile oh, radius. What? 20 miles? Yeah. yeah that's city, city, radius. city has been the city limits. All right. All right. I'm going to leave out. I'm going to leave out one that's a little far away, but I might want to just give it a little shout out. Okay. Honor, honorary, honorable mention. Honorable mention, yeah. So uh, uh, my number five, mm-hmm. just a couple blocks away from here, Fat Matt's Barbecue, Louisiana-style mm-hmm. barbecue. Yeah. That's P-H-A-T fat. Um, let me tell you, like they make delicious like meat, and they'll have like crazy specials where it's just like piles of meat with like cheese sauce on a tiny little bun, but it's like... A half a pound of meat, like pulled pork or something like that. Uh, but then they'll just do some really good traditional stuff and candied chocolate covered bacon. Ooh! And they also put that in their pecan pie. Damn! Pecan so, pie. Uh, yeah, it's pretty baller. <laughs> that sounds that's intense. about two blocks. That's two blocks away. Um. Number four, Priya. It's an Indian buffet. It's in Berkeley, technically, but uh, it's really freaking good. I have to have about three or four like pitchers of water usually when I <laughs> when I eat there because it, it is super spicy and I love it. Um, and it's also really well priced for like a Bay Area. That sounds cool. I would definitely eat there. I love oh, yeah. Indian buffets, man. Yeah, if you like Indian buffets, that's the one in the Bay Area. Okay. Right there. Yeah. Um, number three, Kangnam Pho. Oh, my God. I've been on such a pho bender, but this place also does those wings. Those wings I sent you guys a photo of in the, in the Slack chat. Mm-hmm. The ones that are, like, all crispy and like covered in like a like spicy sweet like glaze they're the most ridiculously delicious wings i've ever had in my life asif do you, do you remember me showing you these i i these wings? i do recall some wings but like i said the, we can't really certify these no these unofficial i'm trying we're here. trusting you these are Blake's unofficial sponsors over here. These right. are my unofficial sponsors. I'll, I'll, next time, well, like, maybe, like, before GDC, let's go to Kangnam Pha and get some wings. Then you shall know. Man. Number two, 
Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, you remember that wing place in or that chicken place in Seattle, Nate's? Oh my god, that place, that was, place bomb. was so good. <laughs> 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 just a shout out to nate's real quick that was one of our unofficial sponsors this year at like honorable mention you know yeah lola is looking at this mess of cords and is like i don't know how i'm gonna jump off of here <laughs> sorry yeah continue number two kansai a japanese restaurant in oakland that's open to like two in the morning most nights oh yeah and then they have like a late night happy hour menu too. You can go in there with like twenty bucks and get more sushi than you can. Oh man! Eat like while you're there, and they, you know it's a pretty good selection. Uh, I've been going there for years. When I moved to San Francisco briefly, it was like the one place I probably missed the most. And then uh, my number one, number one Bay Area institution, Casper's Hot Dogs. I do They're love a best. good local hot dog. Let me tell you, man. These hot I dogs do. are like they're locally. They're from local, like they're, they're, they're locally from a local sourced bar. lips and buttholes. Yeah, <laughs> from the from finest, quality. the finest NorCal buttholes you can ever eat, wrapped in a tube. Yeah, it's a local local family that's been making them forever. I guess it was like. Uh, yeah, they've been here forever. I've been eating Casper's dogs all my life. And they're getting, like, I go there, I get a cheese dog with everything, extra mustard. Yeah, I've seen a picture of that for sure. Oh, my God. Like, it's the most delicious hot dog ever. I don't know. Nothing nothing compares to it. It's set, like, too high of a standard for me as far as hot dogs go. It's... Like, you know what city has lives basically on a hot dog economy? Hmm. Detroit. Chicago? Oh. Detroit. There's like a thousand Coney Islands. Really? Or at least like 50 in downtown Detroit. Jeez. There's like every other block. You're like, okay, liquor store, Coney Island. Liquor store, Coney Island. <laughs> Bank. Uh, but yeah, it's a lot of hot dog places there, but not, not extremely uh, noticeable. But like I said, I, I have my... I have my hang-ups from watching PETA videos about how hot dogs are made. <laughs> so, Understandable. That would, that would disqualify it for me, but it sounds good, and I've seen the pictures that you've sent me, and it looks good. But I will send you the story of Casper's hot dogs. There's like an origin story? Yeah. That's cool. Is he like the are friendly ghost? She he did it! Friendly? You did it, Bubba! Now she wants the bobo. She's ignored. So, Greg, do you have a list of unofficial sponsors? No, dude. My town is so small, and the, honestly, the food is not not bad, but it's not like great either. Like it's when we eat out, it's usually Wingstop because the Mexican places take only cash, and they're okay. They're not like great, but they're okay. Yeah, yeah. Wingstop's just like acceptable food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wing stops good when you want to fry in a wing fix. Uh, mm-hmm. There's one place called Mipo Blito, which is probably the best Mexican food here, but that doesn't say much. So. <laughs> Lola has officially jumped off of the couch. Yeah, just wanted to update we, you guys. We've reached that point okay, in the okay. podcast. Okay, okay, Bubba, Bubba has jumped off the couch. Bubba Duck has Bubba jumped Duck. off of the couch. I just want to say Bubba Duck shrimp. I know it does sound like Bubba Gump. It does. But do you guys remember Bubba Duck? 
Remember? No. Uh, oh. Uh, yeah, you say things with his mouth. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, he was great. Yeah. I Wasn't he introduced in the DuckTales movie? That's right. Mm-hmm. My man. Knowing <laughs> the DuckTales lore over here. I thought the DuckTales movie was the genie. Oh, my God. I think it was uh, both. It might have been you both. Think it was both. I remember the genie. They time traveled. The... They time traveled was... in the movie. Or was it? Right? There were two different movies. Oh my goodness! Shit. Were there two movies? I don't remember. I never saw any of them. I watched I the remember... Ducktales cartoon, but I didn't see. God any damn of the it! Movies. I'm gonna have to go back and watch these movies again. Yeah. Oh my god! I remember. They're the so good, Ben. I know. I love that whole series. <laughs> it's like one of the best. Yeah. How, who doesn't look at a money bin and be like, "Yeah, I want that." Have you watched? Have you have you guys watched the reboot? I haven't. I've heard it's good. I've heard it's good. I haven't the had a chance. Is great. The reboot's fantastic. I need it's to worth watch watching. It. It's got a really good voice cast. Um, it's enjoyable. Hey, Lola. Yeah. Excellent. You don't miss how they sound like like how the nephews sound like ducks. I don't know. I miss how they sound like ducks. I think they casted the nephews way too early. <laughs> okay. Nah, I'm into it. I like all those people. I like uh, what it's like Dan Pudi from it's Community. Like, it's like a bunch of SNO and yeah. comedians are playing them, which is yeah. And Ben Schwartz from uh, Parks and Rec. John Ralphio is one of them. And then uh, not Horatio. I want to say not Horatio Sands, but the Horatio guy. Horatio Sands, get... yeah. That's who it is. Is it? I think so. Hmm. Oh, no. There you go. I'm into that. I'm fine with that. I mean, all that oh, people man. enjoy it, I'll just stay away from it because, I don't know. I just... So... Yeah, I'll just, I'll let, uh, people enjoy it. I'm going to steer the train back Look, onto I, the awards. Yes. <laughs> now that we've stopped off I for I talk about DuckTales forever. I know. Uh, yeah. But I, I love DuckTales. I need, uh, like I said, Bubba Duck it is the latest nickname I've gotten Lola to respond to. Uh, and there she goes. She's She has mounted remember, her bed. <laughs> her bed is. I remember been, there was a whole <laughs> David, you just. The whole David, can't lo- he's losing his shit right now. Uh, it's a whole music number about Bubba Duck. Was it good for you, Lola? <laughs> that, poor, bed. that bed could tell stories about what Lola does to it during the shack. I told you, it's because it writes all these. It, it's written like "good dog" on it, <laughs> like That's literally right. on the bed. That's right. It says "good dog." Lola humps his bed. The bed's like "good dog." It says "love" on it. Yeah. That's true. It literally says love on it. It's a Shaq cast love story. Okay. Get so, work, video games in 2018. Okay, so I'm just kind of going through some of our like our blurb, our our, yeah. our smaller awards. Uh, we gave God of War game uh, best adventure action adventure game mm-hmm. of the year. We gave Tetris Effect best puzzle game because I just wanted to give them more awards. Uh, sea of Thieves got best water of 2018. Well deserved. Because mm. that water so moist. It's the best that game water. is so moist. <laughs> moist. And then uh, game. That, I actually kind of want to change this one. I don't know. Uh oh. Game that should be on Switch of 2018. I kind of want to have it be also Tetris Effect. <laughs> Why is it not Tetris yeah. Effect? Is the question. It's currently on Sea of Thieves. I mean, oh. I could go for either of those because what our rationale during our our staff discussion was that I think this was brought up that like, every there game is, should be on Switch. Every game should be on Switch, but also like right now, like I can play a Tetris game 
on Switch. That's right. But Sea of Thieves, uh, there's a void on, on Switch that only Sea of Thieves really could fill. And it just feels like if that was a Donkey Kong game, oh yeah, it would have been like the it thing. Yeah. <laughs> like if you had Donkey totally. Kong playing an accordion. I'm telling you, that sea game. Of Don- sea of just, Donkeys? Or sea of just Kong. like sea Donkey of Kong. Kong, Sea of Thieves or something. Yeah. Literally, just call it Donkey Kong Sea I'm, of Thieves. I'm telling you, that game could be a Donkey spinoff Kong, of Donkey Black Kong 2. Yeah, oh. Donkey Kong Black Flag. <laughs> wow. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, best cameo of 2018. We're giving it to Rob Schneider. Mm. Rob Schneider Madden is... Madden NFL 2019. The whole thing about the hot yoga in the hallway. Yeah. That's it. That yep. scene right there. I remember that. That did it. Uh, best, or sorry, quietest lobby. This is kind of the only mean award, right. I would say. Cause like I, it was no, I thought it was no negativity. Greg, shut the fuck up. <laughs> but but you know negativity. what, though? Re- the way I look at this award is like we're trying to draw attention we're to saying, the game. We're saying, hey, we want people to play this game. Yeah, this That's is a game that saying. people should play. Like This is a game where we tried to get a full lobby on our stream, and we couldn't. So it could be construed as negative, but it's really not meant. We love way. this game. Wreckfest yeah. is awesome. Yeah. Like, I want more people to play Wreckfest, but it's Quietest Lobby. You know what got it last year, Greg? Lawbreakers. Yeah, that's right. So, hopefully that's not a trend for these guys, and they can turn it around. Damn, we might have a Madden curse on our hands. We need to be careful. I know. Best expansion. Greg, it's your favorite. Oh, boy. Destiny 2, Forsaken. Do not start, Greg, on Destiny 2. I know. Best headshot of 2018, Hitman 2. Yes. That's a good game. Uh, we're doing best voice actor, Arthur Morgan, Roger Clark. Mm-hmm. Just the sheer amount of voice that he had to do. Yeah. <laughs> he deserves the award. Him alone. Just, you think about how many hours that poor man had to talk like Arthur Morgan. Yeah. <laughs> he's not even a cowboy. Yeah. He's uh, some Australian like, guy. Yeah. It's like locking si- like, oh. Sam Chandler in a room for five years. <laughs> Make him act, talk like a cowboy. Thank you. I just played me didgeridoo and <laughs> seriously though, one of my favorite really moments memorized. of all of the year was Sam Chandler at Yard House. He gets a beer from them. He's like, "Hey, uh, it's missing some beer." Yeah, that's right. Like they gave him the beer with head. Oh man, it was amazing. My favorite. One he had of my to come favorite out moments. with a shot glass or something and pour more beer. That's in. right. Was, that restaurant confused the hell out of him. <laughs> that whole experience. Yeah. He kept asking me questions like about how to order things. He was offended that they didn't fear beer all the way up. Yeah, that's what I mean. It was like that was the that was great. I think that was the moment of the year for me. He I brought like, delicious snacks too. He did. He did. Sam he is fed. the best. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, it's just another tangent about Sam being awesome. Our best platformer of the year was Celeste. Yes. Uh, I I think that's that's fair. My game of the year, by the way. Yeah. My number two. Yeah. Love that game. Very hard. Yep. One of the hardest games I've beat in a very long time. Uh, Breath of the Wild's up there. That's a tough game to beat. Like for David. Come on. <laughs> Princess Zelda is holding it. She's held him for 100 years. She can hold him for like another month while I run around. Or like 18 months. How long has it been? Treasure. It's you got been, that March yeah, 2017. Almost two years. It's going to be two years. 102 years. Okay. Best old school throwback of 2018. 
Octopath Traveler. Blake's still waiting to play mm. that. My my favorite game. I actually I might start playing that before you, dude. Oh man. Yeah. Um go go right ahead. Uh do you need a copy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please send it to me. Hmm. Man. I will then, like, I would never be able to, I would never be able to play anything ever. I'd be like, yeah, I'm waiting for Asif to send me back my copy of Octopath Traveler. <laughs> yeah, because that game's so super that long. It. Yeah, it's a JRPG. Yeah. It's a long-ass JRPG, but the, the style is truly that an old-school throwback. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That would double my excuse time. I was actually considering playing it over break. Actually. You should. Yeah. I've heard, I've heard I... nothing but amazing things about the game. Same. Uh, yeah, it looks like my kind of thing, so... I definitely love ATB style uh, JRPGs. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I I miss, I miss that era. So, best horror game, Fallout seventy six, right? <laughs> that was Chris Gerard's joke. Hey, and worth vampire. All right. Mm. I heard that game sucked. Oh. oh! oh! About a vampire. Oh, hey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, hmm. that was on a thirty-second tape delay with my lull. Okay, um, you know what, guys? I'm not gonna lie to you. When uh, when I saw this game when they when they demoed it at E3, I, I fell asleep in the demo room. Wow, that was that was <laughs> that was that happens to me like almost every year. Like there will be one demo. Where I'm just so exhausted <laughs> from like the week, and it's so dark. It's, and it's like a so nice cool. dark room, yeah. and you finally yeah. get to sit down. I was Blake's roommate at <laughs> E3. That man can fall asleep anywhere. You anywhere. know, I am, I am famous for this. Actually, I am. Um, I totally can. Well, like, um, I mean, also, it's like you know, you're. It's been. It's they were the last appointment of the day, and like they didn't have a lot of energy either. And they were foreign, so they kind of had an accent. So you know, I mean, they were. It is very yeah. monotone presentation. Not, but the game's great. Being fa- oh, vampire yeah. spelled weird is great, but like, yeah, the presentation was oh, very. Yeah, everyone was tired, I think. It used to be. It used to be Call of Duty every year. Like I would. I would oh yeah, because they had that theater. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember those days. Yeah. Remember that Activision party at E3 at Staples? Eminem came oh, out. Yeah. I yeah. I, 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 I felt like not- I was in Rome. <laughs> like, Rihanna. Yeah, Rihanna was there. Rihanna and Eminem oh, yeah. were there. Damn. And they had some James lady on the giant uh pole, like a giant pole dancer. Not like the lady was a giant, but the pole was giant. Oh. My favorite part was Tony Hawk came out and he's like, Hey guys, how's it going? I was gonna like skate in the giant half pipe hanging from the ceiling, but they said we can't do that, so See ya. Hey. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was pretty great. And it's like what the fuck, Tony Hawk? That's kind of a... Why not just say, hi, here's my game? Don't be like, oh, I was gonna... this was going to be cooler than just me being here. Because every year when I think we get past the, oh, games aren't going to use celebrities to promote their shit, and they realize it doesn't work, and then they do it again and again and again. <laughs> Unlike this I mean... game, though, our best co-op game, I think this is a surprise for some people, Overcooked 2. That, that was a pleasant yeah, surprise. Yeah, I mean... I love this game. Yeah. It's really yeah. fun. Greg and I had a fun time at, at E3 Judges Week playing it with ourselves. Well, would play it with us. 
<laughs> we first, were definitely the nerds that weren't cool. We uh, were not cool. First, unlike yeah, the best weird. trendsetter of 2018, mm-hmm. Fortnite. Yeah, Fortnite's sending a lot of trends. Oh, it's very stylish. I wrote, uh, I wrote this blurb. Yeah, it's everywhere. It's just like freaking everywhere. It's like, Fortnite mania. Dances. Yep. Yeah, there's action figures, NFL players, Drake. Yeah, doing the dances. Michelle Obama. There's video of Michelle Obama doing like Fortnite dancing. Oh, good god. Yeah. That can, uh, that can segue into our next part, actually. Um. Yeah. Best open world <laughs> game of 2018. Uh, Red Dead Redemption Two, right? That's right. Because I'm, I wrote that one up as well. And you wrote yep. the next one, the best RPG of 2018, Monster Hunter World. Yeah. Your game of oh, the year. Yeah, I fucking loved it. <laughs> yeah. What can I say? <laughs> it's the best Monster Hunter game. Absolutely. It's like, yeah. you know what? I would say that the last, that Monster Hunters, the previous Monster Hunters were much more RPG in like a lot of their elements. Yeah. But like, so maybe it's kind of a little more RPG light, but like what I'm talking about in my, uh, in, in my blurb, which uh, I was working on before we actually started this podcast is uh, it's respect to the grind. Mm-hmm. If you're playing an RPG, there's always a grind, and when it grind feels like a grind, that's when the game isn't fun. But when a RPG embraces that and makes it part of the core game, so that you enjoy every minute of it, whether you just have to go find a bunch of mushrooms out in a field, or like carry an egg somewhere, you know, uh, or battle a monster for like half an hour like it like it all has to keep you engaged and coming back for more and a monster hunter world struck a really good balance uh between that carrot and stick i thought also the cooking oh yeah (laughs) i love i love like how can you not mention cooking (laughs) this game is like some of the most pleasurable cooking <laughs> in a game, I think. Oh my god. The music that well, plays. It, just everything about it. It definitely it makes you want to go to like some sort of like steakhouse buffet. Yeah. yeah. It's like you're just like you have a little like spit and like a fire and you like turn it and it's just that that like there's there's core things from the in that game that have always been fun to me. Uh and mm-hmm. I think it sounds like they made it more accessible this year. I'm going to get it for PS4 because that's what all my friends have it on. Oh, yeah. I, I feel like this I'd... is a game. This is a game with a very long tail. Like, it's mm-hmm. going to. Oh, yeah. People are going to be playing this for years. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is just the beginning. Yeah. Really. That, and they, and they, they hit it out of the park. You know, Capcom mm-hmm. nailed it with this. I think it's got over 10 million units sold. So, yeah. I think yeah. it's a. I think this modern model of supporting a game over a lifespan r- rather than sort of releasing annual products yeah. is a much better model. Um, for the developers. Well, for the developers, yeah, absolutely. It keeps them employed and working the whole time, which mm-hmm. is a big plus. You ship the but, game and then you're not just fired afterwards. Yeah. Like, there's going to be yeah. some people at Rockstar that lose their jobs because Red Dead's done. Right. You know, yeah. once the patches are done. Mm-hmm. 
But you're yeah. right. Like, being you're able. Right, but, but Monster Hunter World, at its core, is an MMO, and MMOs are usually supported for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess in the, yeah, I guess there are aspects of it that are MMO like, but I mean, it's only four players. Yeah, it, it's not an given MMO. moment. And yeah, you don't it's, run it's into just multiplayer. It's not massively multiplayer. No. Yeah, it's there's just, hub worlds. Yeah, and you can connect with people at random. Yeah, but, uh, but it's not like. Yeah. It's not wow. There scale. aren't forty man raids on monsters or whatever. No, yeah. that would be cool. Yeah. That would be. That would be really cool. <laughs> what there if Monster few... Hunter World Battle Royale? Oh there my god! See, it would be like it would be like one monster versus a hundred. Like evolve, hunters. like yeah. evolve, right? That asymmetric multiplayer: one monster versus a hundred monster hunters. Yeah, people are pretty much staying away from battle royale games now because they can't. (laughs) Like a big AAA developer, you're not going to stand a chance. It seems like even Blackout failed. They had to spin it off into its own thing and try to sell it separately. Because when you have Fortnite, which is the penultimate battle royale, and it's free, yeah, and then you come out and you're like, "Here, buy my battle royale." What are what's going to make the average Fortnite player be like, "Oh, okay, here's some money." So Blackout isn't part of the. Uh, Black Ops 4 package? It is, but the game didn't sell well, so they broke them into two things. So you can buy Blackout for like 25 now. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, that doesn't seem like a... I don't know. They need to make Blackout free-to-play if they're going to compete, is my point. Yeah, and yeah, I think yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's Greg's point. Yeah. So you're not going to see like another PUBG appear. No. Because that was a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity that yeah. they captured. Mm-hmm. Um, you gotta You gotta sell cosmetics. Yeah, yeah. I actually, (laughs) I think I talked about this before on the podcast, but when I ran into Steve Gibson at PAX West, right, uh, the founder of Shack News, he's Gearbox Publishing now, right? Mm -hmm. I talked to him about Project One V One, and I was like, Steve, you know what you got to do? You got to take all the Gearbox IP, throw it on the table, make Project One V One basically fortnite or smash brothers with your ip mm-hmm. and cosmetic the fuck out of it and put duke nukem in project 1v1 <laughs> and like yeah. one of his business partners was like that's a great idea <laughs> and i'm like free idea just yeah. go do that yeah um because I, I that's i mean that's how it works now that's that's a really that is a really good idea mm-hmm. and i hope it got to randy and the rest of the team over there but i, I think that there was like a light bulb that went off in their head when I said that to them. <laughs> and I was just like, guys, what are you doing? Because I, whenever I email or talk to either of the guys over at Gearbox from Shack, like, you know, or there's actually multiple people now. I think Dopefish works over there. There's yeah, like, that sounds There's right. like six Shackers. Chris Failer. No, he's. Uh, he was there for a while. He I don't was, know if he left, but no, he was he's there somewhere for a while. else. Okay. Uh, and Aaron Lind left, but yeah, there's like a ton of shackers that have worked there and worked there. But okay, it was just funny because I was like, yeah, they're just like, I feel like that's the low hanging fruit. Yeah, uh, is that kind of cosmetic thing? <laughs> but yeah, I agree with Greg that you're not going to see this. This was the year of the battle royale clone, mm-hmm. and now it's going to be like I don't know. We'll see what happens next yeah. year. Mm-hmm. That's why Fortnite's. That's why Fortnite was the big trendsetter too. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it mm-hmm. truly did set the trend for the year. Yeah, I think that yeah. people have learned that, like, I mean, like, uh, the trends usually, like, trends are supposed to last longer. 
than they are right now. You know what I mean? Like, for example, like first person military shooter, that was a trend for 10 years. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then the MOBAs hit. And then that was a trend for like, you know, a few years. Five. And then the, uh, yeah, five years. And then and then the arena shooters came out. Now it's a trend for about six months. Oh, and shut the fuck up. Digit, what? Digit shut the fuck up. Uh, what the fuck? What and the now, fuck did you just fucking say? Arena shooters? Oh, my God. Like, arena shooters were invented in 2015? In 2016? Uh, Overwatch invented the arena shooter? No, I will oh, throw punch popul- you from Ohio. They popularized it, though. Bullshit! No, Greg, they did not. Bullshit! Arena shooters right. have been Greg, around since the 90s, Greg, you're dude. you're smoking crap. You're on a Shaq News oh, podcast. Oh, Quake oh, was a fucking okay. arena you shooter. You need to read Rocket Jump, Quake Greg. 3 Arena. Right, 1999. Okay, Unreal now? Tournament. Those no, are the. That was when it, it was, was popular. popular. No, absolutely, but no, no. it's just too. It's too soon then. Um, what? That's not your. Like that wasn't your right argument. Uh, How's that Quake wasn't. Live doing? How's, how's that doing? How's right, Quake Live um, doing? Not well because it has a successor. Scene there. <laughs> oh yeah, right. Not very big. Right. Yeah, but no. Keep tell me how like it's not as big as Overwatch did not do anything new. Is my point. Also, Greg, you're, <laughs> I'm not you're, saying they did. I'm just talking about trends. You're changing That's, your okay, argument on it. the fly. So it was the flavor of the seven months, is what you're saying. Basically, Overwatch yeah. had its hotness. Where it almost right. won Shaq News Game of the Year. And then against all odds, Doom Guy saved Shaq News. Rip and tear. Barely. By the yeah. skin of his teeth, yeah. Doom Guy won That's Game we're, of the Year. Yeah. We're getting distracted. Anyway, my point is that gaming trends are shrinking and they're and they're evolving too rapidly, so no one has a chance to like piggyback off them now because they just they they go in and they go out. I, I remember there were like three or four arena shooters we were recovering a couple years ago, uh so remember and they just canceled all of them. I don't I don't think that's like I mean, how do you mean trends are shrinking? Because gaming is so diverse now. There are trends that exist that are very popular, but you and I may know nothing about. He means the it thing. Like, there's that moment in time where everyone was on... Like a zeitgeist. zeitgeist, uh, Modern Warfare 2. That was like the zeitgeist, you know? Or uh, Fortnite, clearly Mm -hmm. zeitgeist. Yeah. You know, Wii Sports, right? Yeah. Like, we had its moment there. It was, like, the thing. Yeah. And then everyone chased that thing, and they all failed. Right. So I agree with what Greg's saying. Like, what used to be, like, a two-year cycle of everyone doing something, it is becoming six months. Or what I what I think's really happening is that there's, like, one company that does that thing. I think the the more interesting question here is why why do certain trends survive and others don't? Like because this makes a good game, right, right, right. Like but side like, scrolling platformers are good. Mobas aren't the hot ticket item that like Fortnite is now. But I never but, like, liked mobas. No, no, no. It's I not. It's, this isn't it. about subjectivity. Yeah. You know, you can still look at you know the Dota Invitational. That's yeah, still sure. a multi million dollar tournament. It's the largest esport in the world. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean, though. One. Right. There's like two. There's Coke and Pepsi. Mm-hmm. It's not Coke, Pepsi, and Schmepsi. You know, like it's like it, it becomes like yeah. like most industries. It, it's there's going to be very few companies left in the space. So I get what Greg's saying about Blizzard's influence on arena yeah. shooters and Overwatch, but yeah, I, I and but I still think that like you get a PUBG Corp mm-hmm. out of nowhere. Yeah, you know, because there's people that are trying to do something different. Yeah, and I think that's that's what. Uh, why things stay mm-hmm. why arena shooters <laughs> survived 
all the way from the 90s into the 2000s you know the I, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't classify overwatch an arena shooter but i get what you're saying i that's how he's classifying it's it. a class based yeah but I they mean, they put dot they put they shooter. sprinkled fucking mountain dude powder on it yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's overwatch yeah it's like hey we made quake but we sprinkled <laughs> some shit on it <laughs> yeah 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 Look at it. It's, it's pretty now. It's Team it Fortress looks, 2. It's like if Pixar made really? a shooter. Yeah. And it is Team Fortress 3. So I, But, you know, we all know that Team Fortress was built on Quake. Quake. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay, now you do. Yeah, so, there's there's provenance here. So to steal, yeah. that's what I mean. Mm -hmm. That's all I was saying. Okay. That's, okay. Why, that's why I was triggered. Right. Sorry. Greg has Greg has feelings there. No, I wasn't disagreeing no, with you or Greg. I just kind no, of wanted to understand really just observations about what I've seen. But I, I, I do agree. Years. Like there is something uh, about uh, the flavor of the millisecond now. It's not yeah. even the flavor. Like, what's the latest yeah, Twitter yeah, moment, yeah. you guys? Well, I'm on Twitter. What's the latest moment? Like the, since yeah. the, the trends are so short now, like people either don't want to chase it or just are afraid it's to. How, so it's how people that. are tweeting at me defending PewDiePie for being an anti-Semite. Mm -hmm. like, he has the right to do this. We should support him. I'm like, what the fuck are you guys even talking about right now? <laughs> like, you're, you're telling me that that's okay? Like, we've gotten that bad that you've, like, either forgotten it or, like... Hey, he made two bad videos, right? That were like deplorable acts. He said the N word, and then he's yeah. he he is cited anti-Semitic uh, content. Yeah. So we have to yeah. ignore those two yeah. and just be like, hey, he made that funny COD video. He's okay. Mm -hmm. That's what that speaks to Greg's point. Mm -hmm. That this is a millisecond culture. Right. So what have you done for me in the last millisecond? I need more dopamine in my brain. Yeah. I think that's what's going on. Mm -hmm. And that's manifesting in the games industry. Sure, sure, yeah. Like like what we saw with Spooderman this week. Mm -hmm. Spooderman comes mm -hmm. out with their uh, their DLC, had like three new outfits. Everyone shits because they didn't get their movie outfit from Sam Raimi. Yeah. Like attacking people on social media. <laughs> You're liars. This is a scam. This is a ripoff. <laughs> then, like, th what? Two weeks later, they get the outfit. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know what's I interesting. Mean, well, go ahead. Anyone, Mike. anyone that has ever worked retail is like, including myself, is not surprised by these actions. No, no. There's a there's a hot like, item every Christmas. You know. Well, there's always there's there is an entitlement that consumers have mm -hmm. in every situation, and people are quick to jump to displeasure when they don't get exactly what they want when they want it. And video gamers uh, are very impulsive. Mm -hmm. They have yeah. the anonymity of the internet. Yeah, that's a, that's the big uh -huh. one. And like Blake said, there's that entitled uh, philosophy is just so it's like rapid fire. And because companies yeah. have community managers, these these poor guys are like magnets yeah. for just shit. You just to, yeah, you just have to walk somewhere and like <laughs> yell at a guy at GameStop when like something wasn't like ready on time. Uh huh. You know, like why I pre-ordered this? Why isn't it here? And like, unfortunately, the people at the bottom of the ladder more time than more often than not, are like a bulletproof vest for people <laughs> higher up. And, like, it definitely created a shield between people creating things 
and the consumer response to those things. Like, once you have Twitter, that wall is down, and you realize, like, how shitty people really are. Because, yeah. uh, like, they walk in and out of a developer's life. They come in, they yell about not getting their thing, they walk out, they don't see that there's, like, teams of hundreds of people, like, working their asses off, like, for hours on end. And what kicks, that's the kicker, though, is, like, people like, I can't believe they make, like, Rockstar Games developers work 100-hour weeks, and then they're like, where's my fucking Spider-Man suit, Exactly. Bro? Uh-huh. <laughs> Same yeah. outrage. Same yeah. person. Yeah. Yep. That's the, the that's the most bizarre thing happening right now. Yeah. Is that the, yeah, internet, the, the, the internet is prone to outrage, <laughs> but then it has, like, the attention span of a gnat. Yep. It's like, I'm outraged. I don't even know what it's about. Where's my Spider-Man outfit? <laughs> I'm mad. Now I'm fine again. It's almost like rage. Did you see that trailer? Oh my god! Rage is its own separate zeitgeist, right? Yeah. Like, what are we angry about right now? Yeah, the rage of the the day, the outrage of the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, that's that's the. uh, I mean, and and the thing is that, and I feel studios are. So now instead of like trying to compete with something or make something new, they kind of just sit back and they just wait until like the trend passes and then try to catch the next wave. No, no studio can sit back and wait on anything. No, they're always yeah. doing something. Yeah, but yeah, I I think what Greg's saying is they they can play it safe. Yeah, you know? they're playing it more safe than they used to. I so. think you see with Ubisoft, but they're not making an Assassin's Creed next year. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a safe move. Um, it's just way less money you have to spend. Uh, and then also Fortnite not making another level. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's just like here's the one map. I don't think they need more maps. No, because the map keeps changing. Yeah. It's just, yeah, that was really fucking smart. Yeah, it was. <laughs> you know what? You don't have to patch yeah. 15 fucking maps every time you patch the game. Here's just the one map. It, it's interesting how, like, Splatoon Brilliant. does something similar, where they have multiple maps, but there's only one in play yeah. in any given time. That way Nintendo can focus on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess that's what, like, I've been thinking a lot about Greg's point, and I, I find it interesting because... There have always been trends in the industry, but as years have passed and more money has gotten involved, yep. the trends have become much more specific. Like, back when we were kids, we had the 16-bit console war. The trend was video games at large, and then you zoom in a little and it's Sega versus Nintendo. You zoom in a little bit more and it's Mario versus Sonic. And so now it's just trends keep getting more and more specific with more and more money. It's like what Reggie said, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember what interview. He's like, we don't just compete with Son- uh, Sony and Microsoft. We're we're competing with Netflix. Yeah. We're competing for your time. Right. So it's all entertainment mm-hmm. is now the competitive landscape. Yeah. But Nintendo Nintendo is an interesting case because they actually kind of put their foot down and ignore some trends. Like, to date... I think Hulu and and YouTube are the only streaming apps on Switch. Yeah. Which is interesting. Like, I think they know on one hand there are going to be people who sit with their Switch and have Netflix on in the background. Mm -hmm. But I also like that Nintendo has said, to hell with all that other stuff, we're still making a game machine. Yeah. You know? Oh, no. There's no web browser. Right. Right? Mm -hmm. They put the web browser on Wii U and a web browser on Wii. Right. But they're like, you know what? This this isn't for browsing the web. No, <laughs> you know it's like there. You have better options, so we're gonna do what we do best. It's more focused. Yeah, but yeah, like yeah. like I said, though they they play it extremely safe. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and it works for them. Yeah. So like I, I just I I think Greg's Greg's right in a certain extent that when there is this rush 
towards Battle Royale. You're not going to see some like stupid rushed out Nintendo Battle Royale game. Mm-hmm. But you did see EA and Activision do that. Mm-hmm. And then a bunch, you saw Radical Heights, you saw <laughs> Rip uh, Bosky. But mm-hmm. yeah, you saw like a bunch of different attempts at that, that uh, thing. And it was much like when Horde Mode came out. But Horde Mode's still here. But and Battle Royale will still be I, here 10 years from now. Mm-hmm. It's just but another mode. Mm-hmm. I think that's might be part of what helped indie games thrive so much on the Switch this year, though. Yep. Is while mm-hmm. other people were waiting on trends, like indie developers were just being creative. and Yeah, I mean, making that, some of like, the best games. That, that's that's kind of just speaking to my point. Like Fortnite is inarguably the biggest trend in pop culture right now. Yeah. But to a certain extent, the industry is so large and diversified that to a lot of developers, that means nothing. No. You know? And oh, even yeah. like this whole concept this year of everyone sidestepping Red Dead, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I was on Twitch the other day. The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time had more viewers than Red Dead Redemption 2. Hell yes. <laughs> no, but I, I know I was it's just like, I think that's a, I think that's a smart business move. But I also think Red Dead is not that might be a trend. Red Dead Online might develop into a trendy game the same way that Grand Theft Auto Online has. I don't think so. But it's also well, just but, you know, for the sake of example, yeah, sure. it's it's going to have its moment in the sun and so you kind of edge away from that and then wait for you know your time to to release your product but yeah like you have fortnite and smash were one and two right and then i had to scroll down for a while mm-hmm. to and also, find like, there's a good example uh mm-hmm. epic mickey 2 uh released the same day as black ops 2 and it was like devastating to that game like that game yep. failed probably because of that mm-hmm. it was just on the same day no, and like, it, i get it from a marketing standpoint there's only a certain amount of dollars that people can spend on a christmas video game budget right mm-hmm. and they do the math and they're like we're not going to sell anything if we go up against red dead yeah. so i get that but because of that it supports what blake's saying that it, this vacuum of triple a games left the door open for some really great games to come out mm-hmm. and get more attention. Mm-hmm. Right. I think Tetris Effect got more attention because of this, I think. Mm-hmm. And that was like, yeah. that's an example of a game that wasn't affected by Fortnite and Red Dead. Yeah. It's just a truly unique game that came out and did its own thing. And I know this might sound like me going on one of my silly little rants, but Ashen is another example yeah. of that. They released hours before Smash, but they were never really going to be affected by that because their uh, their game is exclusive to Microsoft platforms, Xbox and Windows. Mm-hmm. You know, so they're kind of in there, and it's also a forty dollars game versus a sixty dollars game. Uh, so that's interesting too. Like, I mean, Greg is right. Like sometimes releasing day and date with a juggernaut can break you. Other times it just doesn't really matter. I think the company has to plan ahead and and make a very calculated move. So I mean, we like, got example, like actions getting buried in Smash this week. You know what I mean? Like that's one of the things I think that's. It's not that's, getting buried though. It, it has no, its, its own like, community. Yeah. And it's actually making waves all on its own. That game is getting great reviews and lots people of people are playing. playing it, and that's right, fine. I'm not it's saying it's that that game hasn't been on my Twitter feed. Like Smash stuff is your still Twitter on feed I don't clearly care about sucks that. though. Like I follow you, and the things that you reply to all suck. So you're following crappy shit. I'm yeah. sorry. You also, Greg, have a <laughs> have a habit, and I'm not arguing with you per se, but you have a habit of citing anecdotal evidence is fact which it's not in this case no it, that game is not it's an indie 
and it came out at a time where it's very it's a different game. It fills a void for people. There wasn't a Souls like that came out no. this year, besides Dark Souls on Switch. Right. So it's like here you got your Dark Souls on Switch. You got Ashen on PC. Yeah. And it's different enough that yeah, I saw threads in the chatty for weeks after it launched. So it, it didn't. It it's not that it didn't sell. Uh, but yeah, I I don't know. This is. I'm thinking like The Last of Us, two. Mm-hmm. Would it really have suffered, or would people have found a way to buy both of those games? Yeah, and it, yeah, I mean that's a good example because, um, that game probably could have gone head to head, right? With Red Dead, 2. it should have. Yeah, but Sony's in a situation where they're like, why fight Red Dead? They're gonna sell it on our platform anyway, right? You know, so yeah, it, it's it, it seems there's a lot of cross currents in this fourth quarter of the year. Yeah, that led to really weird release date decisions. You saw the delay of Astroneer into next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of things happened, uh, and then after Charge, they were supposed mm-hmm. to come out in September. Yeah, they're trying to get out ahead of COD. There's really no safe month now. I mean, January is already kind of stacked too. No, it's welcome to the jungle, man. Yeah, There's too many games out there. Yeah, you know, good luck. Yeah. So yeah, let's go through wow. some more awards real quick. Sorry, uh, best graphics. Red Dead Two. I think that's I think that's deserved. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. It looks really good. Subnautica so has great graphics. Forza Horizon Four has some of the best graphics I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I think there's some. Not it was a, it was a tough there. year in that category for sure. Dragon Ball Fighters, mm-hmm. our fighting game of the year. Yeah, that game is really graphics. visually slick. Like I love, I fucking love looking at that game. Right. Like it's just great. It's entertaining. Uh, best comeback. It's like watching anime. It is. Yep. That's what I mean. Like that's a graphical achievement. So it's there's a lot of really good games in that in that uh, subject. Best comeback, Capcom. Yeah, yeah man, dude. This one they makes me happy. Hardcore. Yes, this one makes me happy. Oh, I love it. We went to the store. We went to the store at TGS. You know, we I picked you up that mug there. Yeah. You know, but like it, it's just. Uh, yeah, I it, bought so much shit at that store. Oh my God. It, but like, it showed you how much cool stuff they have going on right now. Yeah, the the Resident Evil Seven, RE Two, Mega Man Eleven, Mega back. Street Fighter's like Monster. climbing out of the hole they dug for it. And they had this like Monster. Hall of Fame for Mega Man mm-hmm. at the Capcom booth. That was fucking really cool. Oh, it was gorgeous. Yeah, so it's just like I'm a I'm a big Mega Man fan. So I, was... I I love their their three main uh the three kind of flagship franchises this is just a short tangent i promise but you know what's interesting about capcom mm-hmm. they they get a they catch a lot of flack for basically being the remake and remaster company but i remember i think this was about 10 years ago when they worked with a fan to release that mega man cross street fighter free to download game for pc mm-hmm. and shortly i think it was shortly before after that released as, as a free download they sent out a survey saying what do you want to see from us and they reported those survey results. It was overwhelmingly, we want more HD remasters and remakes. And they listened to their fans. And now, guess what? They have more Street Fighter. Let's, I mean, let's face it. Like Street Fighter Five is kind of a remake of uh, Street Fighter Four. Mega Man 11 is back. Resident Evil 2 is getting its remake. Resident Evil 7. That, that's an interesting thing, too. They, they have these forks where they're like, all right, we're going to give the classic Resident Evil fans what they want, but we're also going to try new things with this. They're diversifying their gaming portfolio, really, to mitigate yeah. risk, and it's really, really clever. So Capcom, I like that 
Capcom has carved out that space where it's like, we know people love our IPs. We're going to make new ones, but we're also going to find clever ways to repackage them. I'm just shocked they weren't acquired. I am too. They were hanging on by a thread for a while. A few years ago, they were valued at like a billion dollars. Yeah. And I was like, oh man, Sony should just buy them. Yeah. Or Nintendo or Microsoft or Activision. Can you imagine like you buy all those Capcom IPs and you put it under the same house as Blizzard? Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Street Fighter X Blizzard. Yep. <laughs> Capcom X Blizzard games. Uh, but no, I, I just, yeah, I, I had pitched that to several people over there, actually. I was like, why wouldn't you? Yeah. And now it's they've had such financial su- success the past few years that, yeah, you can't get it for that cheap anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, it's been really cool to see this. And even though I haven't really played Monster Hunter World I think that's kind of at the crux of this turnaround. Absolutely. That oh, yeah. they it was spent, the they spent sure. their time mm-hmm. making a super fucking polished game. Yeah. And it shows. Uh, and then, yeah, they did the fan service with Mega Man 11 this year. Yeah. Which some people don't like. I think it's okay. As a, as a, as a Mega Man super fan, it sounds like Blake is as well. I was mm-hmm. super pumped for that game. I thought it was just okay. Blake, have you played it? I, yeah, I think the the you know I don't like gimmick mechanics and the the power slash slow mo thing felt a little gimmicky to me. I think it would have been better if they just had the the singular bullet time effect because mm-hmm. I thought that that added a new layer to the platforming aspect more so than the charge attack did. You know and what? I liked that. Mm-hmm. I liked. I thought that was entertaining because they were. And I also thought these were some of the toughest platforming levels in a Mega Man game ever. Like this game, it, it felt unrelenting. Yeah, that was actually one of the my strikes against it. Where, like every Mega Man game, the original games consisted of twenty six screens, and and your checkpoint usually came roughly halfway through. So if you died, the level may be tough, but you felt like you didn't have to recover that much ground. You could really concentrate your focus on on the area where you died and mastering it, knowing that you'd be rewarded later. Because like especially the Wily stages, you know Blake how they they would bring back challenges, and you would feel yeah. good because you mastered those. But Mega Man 11 stages are so long and the checkpoint's so scarce that replaying a lot of that game was just kind of frustrating and tedious. Well, you know, it's uh, they based where the checkpoints are on the level of difficulty you chose. Is that right? Which is kind of clever. Yeah. So if you play it on an easier level, it is a little more hand-holdy. Um, but, I mean, it's still, yeah, you had to, you had to really think about it sometimes. Yeah, I mean, I, I will yeah. say, like, like ultimately, I'm just glad that there's a new Mega Man game, because that was the first new one in, like, eight and a half years. Exactly. Um, but it just, just to show you how much Capcom is diversified, like, I don't really care about Monster Hunter. I bounced off 11, but this year I've played a ton of, like, Mega Man Legacy Collection 1 and 2 on Switch. I haven't even uh-huh. bought the X collections yet. And then there's also um, Street the, Fighter 30th the- Anniversary the- Collection, which is awesome. What yeah. was that? Yeah. And they put all the yeah, bad X games on the second one, so you don't have to buy them, which is great. Yeah, yeah. The, oh, man, the, that second X collection, like, I'll never get that. But the first one yeah, is... Yeah, no just, one will. Yeah, the oh first one is gold. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just throw out three rewards in a row. And yeah. I can react to them. So, best gaming accessory of 2018. <laughs> the Noctua NFA12X25PWM 120mm case fan. You got to love... 
hardware oh, names. Man. Can't say enough good things about this fan. Let yeah, me just tell it's, you. according when, to Chris Gerard, the best gaming accessory fan possible this year. I have I have Noctua's in my computer. I'm really happy with them. <laughs> uh, oh. And then best hardware of 2018, Xbox Adaptive Controller. Oh, yeah. That is just an awesome product. Uh, super innovative. And they collaborated with Able Gamers and a ton of other uh, dis- like disability charities to, to make sure it was the most accessible controller uh, ever made. Do they, they should just give these to kids with disabilities. I feel like yeah, I'm really, they should I mean, work with Extra Life and just literally every children's <laughs> hospital should have one. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I don't. <clears throat> I think if you want to buy one, sure, go ahead. Uh, if you have the ability, but I mean, there's probably kids out there that could really, really use well, this that they should. You know, it's it's it. funny you mention it. That's what Able Gamers does. Uh, shout yeah. out to Steven Spawn. They provide people in uh, disabled people in need with the kind of technology they need to be able to play games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, a- I remember they made the uh, the single handed controller. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh huh. The Xbox and the Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they work with research it, yeah. labs, and it's just a really inspiring charity. And Steven's doing cool stuff there. Um, uh, they helped design. They helped design this as well. Right? That's right. Uh, it was a big. It was like a co-announcement. It was really a big deal for them. So I was happy for them. It's a great moment uh, this year, and it's just it's awesome to see Microsoft uh, leading the way mm-hmm. in technology, uh, and especially in accessibility. Uh, best narrative game, Spoodermon. Oh yeah. Most overlooked uh, game. We'll get to Spoodermon later. Most yeah. overlooked game. Your buddy Ashen. That's you right. Already kind of jumped on. I I have it just to you know when that article goes up, I make the case where it's not exactly overlooked, but kind of harkening back to our discussion earlier, it very well could have been. Mm-hmm. But I talk about the positioning and kind of what led Microsoft and and uh, Aurora Forty Four to, to release it when they did. I think our point is that a lot of outlets voted for Game of the Year before the game came out. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we at least gave it a fair shake. Yeah. Uh, most improved game is Greg here? Are you back, Greg? Yes. Oh, goody. Most improved game of twenty eighteen, Destiny Two. Uh, biggest surprise of 2018 Nintendo Labo yeah definitely Yeah, didn't see that coming and we were like Whoa? cardboard yeah. <laughs> biggest surprise like cardboard <laughs> yeah. you're gonna sell me cardboard for $80 Nintendo okay and you're gonna go up against God of War with this <laughs> that was all very Nintendo I'm gonna write the article on that I'm looking forward to that uh, best story non-narrative uh, game of 2018. This is more like the emergent gameplay category. Sea of Thieves. Yeah, I've, I've told so many stories of my times at sea mm-hmm. with Captain Sea Cow and Sam yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Lauren uh, and Michael Wang and Hammersuit JB. I, I've set sail with him. I've had great times. Uh, a lot of Greg's friends. We we were, I was on a crew with your buddies, right? Yeah, yeah, Dave and Trevor. Yeah, Dave and Trevor and uh, Greg and I. We went. We were sailing one day. I've, I've, I've sailed with quite a few people in that game. It is one of my favorite games of the year. Uh, 
and yeah, I think that it deserves all the awards that it can get. Uh, best ba- best sports game of 2018. Mario Tennis Aces. I love this game. It's great. It stands above like all the like Madden wasn't anything special this year. Mm-hmm. It still has the same problems it's had for like three years. FIFA was good, but you know it's FIFA, and I I, I don't like. like I... Wait, go ahead. I feel like I watched you and David like throw down hardcore on this, possibly. Yeah. Or who was it? No, David, you weren't at PAX, though. No, it was Charles. Was it Charles? that, or It was yeah. Charles, Greg, you, and me at PAX. And we were all playing. Yeah. We were playing Mario Tennis Aces. I think it was mm. probably Charles and me. But yeah, I love this game. It's like a fighting game mixed with a tennis game. Yeah. I love Mario sports games. I want a Mario golf game on Switch. Yeah, man. I want another Mario Strikers. Give me that, too. Yeah. And Mario Baseball. Yeah. Greg's going to be like, stop it. He's getting his hopes up again. I had Mario 3-on-3 basketball for DS. That was fun. I can appreciate that Nintendo's innovating at the very least. (laughs) You know, that's, that's good. That's a good thing. We do need a company to do that and not give a shit about like what the end result might be. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, best early access game, Hunt Showdown, the year of the cry engine. Mm-hmm. Shout out to our Hunt Showdown listeners, our developers out there from yes. Crytek, uh, who actually listened to the Shackcast. While they work. Yeah, while they are working on this game, they listen to our podcast. All right. So they have to... I want to... Like, this is the one where you're hunting people with a bow and arrow, right? No. Like, sneaking through the woods? Which one is this? It is a survival it's a, it's a game. 2v2v2v2v2 but... v2 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 versus monsters. Yeah. there's it's, oh. It's, oh, versus monsters. Yeah, it's like there's there's NPCs that can kill you. Basically, everybody except for your teammate can kill you in that game. It's really cool, <laughs> and it's beautiful. It looks really good. It runs very well on my computer, uh, considering it's the Crytek engine. Uh, oh, you know, right. no shade, but you know that's a, that's a mm-hmm. powerful engine. It yeah. requires a powerful, powerful computer. Uh, best VR game. Speaking of powerful computers, Beat Saber. Holy shit! What a game! Mm-hmm. That's a game ass game. It's a crazy, insane. I think it's yeah, VR's that'll, Tetris. That'll get you in shape. <laughs> Your own phone number calling you? I guess. Weird. Huh. That's weird. What's our next uh, award? Best FPS game of 2018. Battlefield 5. Solid FPS. Solid. They uh, they made a, an interesting decision there in just dropping the campaign, which I guess makes sense. No, there's campaign. Oh, what? which which game COD. am I thinking of? Oh, COD. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Black COD. Ops 4 has no Black campaign. Ops 4 has no campaign. Okay, I confused those two. <laughs> yeah. Now, this has a campaign. It okay. did not ship with a battle royale. That that's, what, that's the missing link. Yeah, one okay. of them shipped with battle royale and no story. The other one shipped with a story and no battle royale. Okay. Uh, and also, one's made by DICE and one's made by Activision. Uh, best. Hey, we're moving on to the best console games. Mm. Best Xbox One game of 2018. Forza Horizon 4. That makes sense. Yep. It is beautiful. Sea of Thieves could have won that. 
it was it was between yeah. those two. Mm-hmm. Uh, best PS4 game of 2018. Now this surprises me. Tetris Effect. I love it. I mean, I haven't like. I just think that's amazing played. that in our top ten list, uh-huh. Tetris Effect wasn't the highest ranked PS4, PS4 game. game. But the award for best PS4 game went to Tetris Effect. <laughs> I find that interesting. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, of course, the best <laughs> Switch game went to Smash. Best indie game. Actually, let's do our top ten indies. You want to do that? Let's do it. Where the hell is that? Here it is. Number ten, Ashen. Number nine, Donut County. Number eight, Just Shapes and Beats. Number seven, Subnautica. Number six, The Return of Obra Din. Of the Obra Din, sorry. Uh, number five, Minute. Number four, The Messenger. Number three, Pillars of Eternity 2, Deadfire. Number two, Dead Cells. And number one, your indie game of the year at Shack News, Celeste. Celeste. And it was good. Yes. Yeehaw. That's a solid list. <laughs> it was hard to narrow down to 10. It was extremely yeah. hard. Yeah. A lot uh, of great indies. I've got. Year. Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff on my list that, like, I'm surprised didn't make it. But, uh, Minute. It's, you think about, how many, you minute, think about how many yeah, on mine indie games came out this year, dude. There's yeah. just, our lists were so diverse. Mm-hmm. In both cases, the game of the year vote had 46 games, and I think the indie game of the year had like 40. Yeah. So it's just yeah, so many different I, games being voted for. But you know, a lot of a lot of indie games come out every year. I think there was, uh, I think this year in particular, like those were 10 good games. So much. Stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was so much stuff that that deserved attention this year in yeah. particular. Yeah, this is our first year doing the top ten indie game list. Yeah, we should definitely make yeah. it a recurring. Yeah, award. I think it's it's worthy of mm-hmm. it. That there that that whole sector of gaming is doing a great job right now. And our I feel best... like we're past we're past the retro cynicism. Yep. Like now a game can can be a throwback or it can be modern or it can blend. Yep. And people are just gonna look at it at its own value rather than like something like like Fez really had to contend with the fact that it had a retro aspect to its aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Now it's like any anything goes, and I think you know that opens it up a lot, and we saw that this year. Even a uh, Desert Child, which was a good game, like it's kind of it's kind of light, but it definitely had like its own sort of flashback style aesthetic. Mm-hmm. You know, just like popped up out of nowhere. I'm looking forward to the indies coming out next year. You remember uh, at PAX, you played Gato Roboto? Oh my god, I'm I'm in love with that game already. Right? It's Um, like a little cat robot, and it's like a Metroid. (laughs) That sounds kind of cool. Yeah, Yeah, you're like a a cat in a mech suit, and it's basically Metroid. (laughs) Uh The parts where you'd roll up into a ball, you get out of the mech, and like, you're a cat. Yeah. It's really great. That's great. Yeah, uh, I'm really looking forward to that. So yeah, I, I I think we should do that again next year. Our best PC game of the year was Subnautica. Oh god, that game's so good. It's free on the Epic Game Store. Yep. Go get it. You guys, you guys. I downloaded it? it. 
Yeah, yeah go get it. It's free. I'm only allowed to rotate two launchers at any given time. God damn it, Greg. Don't you know the launcher wars have begun? I don't even mind don't you know the, the launchers the launcher at wars all. Are coming? They're already they're here. Begun the launcher wars have. We need this war though. We need some competition. I'm all for it. Yeah, it just makes my my desktop look annoying. Yeah. Well, um, it gives it, like now Oh, I'm happy like for the 88% split. I'm not arguing about that. I just want Valve to make the move be like, "Fuck it, we're going to 88 too." Yeah. Like they have to. They're going it's going to force Valve. Isn't Discord in. 90? Yeah, now Discord's going 90, yeah. and then Robot Cash from Brian Fargo's like 95. Eventually, someone's going to be like, we don't even want money. <laughs> and then <laughs> Robot Cash, it uses crypto, or sorry, it uses blockchain technology to allow you to resell your digital game. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Think about that. That's Brian Fargo's, right? Yep. Yeah. It's insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, best developer. Wait, I guess I bet best FPS on here twice. Yeah. Okay. Best developer, sorry, best publisher, Sony. Yeah, I mean, between God of War and Spider-Man alone. And they got Tetris Effect in And there. Tetris Effect, yeah. They win. Uh, best developer, Epic Games. Yeah, I mean. They're just killing uh, it. It was their year. Uh, person of the year, Sonic Fox. The man. Yes. He's black, gay, Sonic. and a furry. Republicans hate him. Yeah, I loved his acceptance yeah. speech at, at the Game Awards. That was great. Open, yeah, yeah, openly gay as well. Yep. Yeah. And, but like beyond that, I feel like the thing that's great about him is he's just so unabashedly himself. He's a real gamer. You know, that's great. At, he's like an amazing fighting game player. Well, like, like yeah. he's fucking. He is. He has so much swag at fighting game championships. Like, yeah. That dude. Yeah. It's like watching. Uh, a boxer like a bombastic kind of boxer walk to the ring when he's in the, when he's in a tournament mm-hmm. he really is a phenomenon and he's young he's young up and coming gamer he's gonna be here for a while yeah. and he's disrupting mm-hmm. the whole scene mm-hmm. a to scene me, he's like the, uh, he's like the antithesis of someone like ninja to me exactly you know, i feel like you look at you look at people like him they're they're kind of pricks and they're very meticulous about their image. Mm-hmm. This guy is just who he is, and I really appreciate that. Yeah, because you know you don't see that a lot, especially in esports. In esports, the, the players don't really have a lot of chutzpah. I yeah. guess outside of yeah. like being focused on their game. So like, there's a showmanship to him. Yeah, a bombastity, like you were saying, Arthur. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's refreshing. It's really refreshing. Like. Uh, I think he definitely deserved like to get some praise. Yeah, and then he just he wins a tournament and he gives the prize to like one of the other competitors' dads, like cancer fund, like yep. ten thousand dollars. Just like he's like, here, dude, like you need it more than me. Like that's that is like that's the kind of sportsmanship I have been waiting to see in electronic sports for as long as it's existed yeah you don't really see it ever you know he was nominated for the do it for shack news award uh but yeah he truly is the gaming person of the year yeah for sure uh he's disrupted the it's just amazing because he his rise coincided with the rise of dragon ball fighters right and yeah it was just i, I the, followed him from like mortal kombat 9 a few yeah. years ago like he was fantastic i think he played kung lao uh-huh. i like studied his matches Mm-hmm. And like Blake, Blake put it beautifully. Like this dude is just—he seems 
very comfortable in his own skin, and it's nice to see that in an industry that tends to lean toward superficiality. Yeah, sure. No, I I know he's won several other tournaments, yeah. but his, his I think the crowning achievement for him was Evo. Mm-hmm. You know, in front of everyone in Las Vegas, the first time Dragon Ball Fighters is there, he does yeah. the side switch after he loses to Goichi mm-hmm. that first round, and there's a bracket reset. It was just so hype. Yeah, it was, it was like of one of the really most cool hype drama. Moments, yeah, yeah, I've ever seen in esports. And yeah, yeah, I just that was the moment where I was like, "This guy's a fucking phenomenon." Mm-hmm. Because I had seen him before, and I was like, "This guy's funny. I love how brash he is." But that was that moment where I'm like, "Oh shit, this is like watching Jordan." Mm-hmm. You know, like so, like a new, like a new dominant player mm-hmm. has entered the yeah. arena, and it's. I, I hope we get to see him continue to succeed for years. Uh, oh, yeah. But uh, let's move on. The Bodojo at Shack News 3DS Game of the Year. This might be the last year we do this award. Mm-hmm. Detective Pikachu. Shack News has been waiting for this game forever. Yeah. So we gave it an award. And it's Detective Pikachu. And it's not uh, Deadpool as yeah. the voice. And it should have been Danny DeVito. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> and then the the Modojo at Shack News mobile game of the year goes to Reigns Game of Thrones. So that game looks pretty cool. I like the art style. Yeah, it is cool. Mm-hmm. And it has one-handed gameplay, which is important for me. Yes. So that's... Oh, wait. I forgot one. How dare I? The Do It For Shack News Award. Let me see if I can pull this. I don't. Th- did we reveal our game of the year? I don't think we did. No, not yet. But okay, that's coming. you're doing the other stuff. Okay, let's do the do it for Shaq News Award first, right? Yeah. Greg, you alive? You there? I'm alive. I'm here. <laughs> I'm not doing anything. I'm paying it to 100 percent attention. He's playing Destiny Two. Okay, so Mega Moose 64 is our first nominee. Yeah. <clears throat> Fortnite, Epic Games mm-hmm. for crossplay. Panic button for their ports of Warframe and Wolfenstein 2 to Nintendo Switch. Sonic Fox was nominated for his awesomeness that we just discussed. Digital Extremes for their continued support of Warframe and just oh, the, it's in the best state oh. it's ever been in. Mm-hmm. Like, Let me can I just take a minute because Tenocon was freaking insane this year. Mm-hmm. Tenocon was like. I've never seen a company like do so much for a game in one keynote. That was amazing. They just, uh, yeah, that's they, how you do a, really That's how you that. do a fan convention right there. Cool. Uh, it was amazing. I'm, so, like, I'm going to be playing the crap out of Fortuna over the break as well. I think it's going to be Spider-Man and Fortuna and EDF taking up the majority of my time. I don't know what I'm going to do yet. Uh, next nominee is the is YouTube TV. Uh, I love that service. Mm-hmm. I don't have cable, but I certainly yeah. You've been uh, plugging that on the Shackcast all year. Yeah, I mean, I can watch TV anywhere. I mm-hmm. watch it on my phone. I watch it on tablets. Mm-hmm. I have it on my computer and a browser window. It works on Apple TV, and it's like a fraction of the price of cable. Yes, thirty five thirty. I think it's thirty five or forty dollars a year now. Or sorry. Yeah, or sorry, a month, not a year. I wish. That'd be awesome. Um, 
Next up, Mark Rebier, uh, Loop Daddy, aka Look It's Pancakes on the Chatty. Just man, his rise to, I don't know, he's blowing up. I don't know what you would call it, stardom, internet stardom. Yeah, he's exploding. His shows are selling out, and he's packing crowds in. Yep, he's doing his thing. Like he's all over the place. He just announced another tour uh, for the spring. He's going to be in yeah. Columbus and Cincinnati, so I'm going to go on a road trip. Is he a stand-up or is he a musician? He's a musician, right? He is a experimental musician. Yeah, I've seen him on tw- on your Twitter. You tweet him a lot. That's that's him, right? Yeah, that's Loop Daddy. Yeah. Yep. He's also a shacker. He's been posting his music to the chatty for 15 years. Mm-hmm. So- we got to get... We got to get a hold of him. I know about uh, our our plans for next year. Yeah. Uh, next up is Lord Revan, the winner of the Great Quake Holio tournament. He is the yeah. Great Quake Holio champion. That kid was adorable. I just thought he was the most adorable thing ever. Let me tell you. <laughs> oh, he was... he's great. The poor, the poor little child. Oh my goodness, he works at Walmart. And that horrific white background. Crimson saves, and he made made his own computers out of computers he found. <laughs> and... <laughs> and all of this is true. He was just he just came to the he saw he got a got a flyer about the great Quake Holio tournament that was happening at QuakeCon. That was so ridiculous. He changed his life, and we learned all this from his friend. He was a very humble boy. He didn't tell us this himself, no. His friend was talking about it. He's like, man, this is like a big deal for this guy. This is a big deal for this fellow. It was. It was. And he had to beat me in Commander Keen to win $3,000, and I held it. I held my own. You did. I did get wrecked by him in Quake just before that. Yeah. But, yeah, he won a computer um, off of a Charles, I believe. Did it? Yeah, That's he beat bad. the crap out of Charles in Doom. <laughs> yeah, that was brutal. Yeah. That was brutal. <laughs> he also Not beat you in Quake, right? He beat me in Quake. Yeah, um, and then he beat the ever living shit out of me in Quake. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up would be Iron Galaxy Studios for their Diablo three Switch port. Yep, fantastic job on that port. That's an amazing oh, job. Man. We mentioned Lola was nominated for her election. Mm-hmm. And Shaq's death was nominated. So the winner is Megamoose64. The Shaq News World Champion. His performance at E3 is the stuff of legend. They'll be talking about that. Did we talk about it earlier? I think. I think we we did. Did we spoil this award? We just, we (laughs) talked about Megamoose. We just talked about him. Yeah. We didn't uh, say that he won this award. We didn't say that he had oh, won the right. award. That's what you call that in the biz right. a tease. That's right. Right? We brought it all together. Boom. You shamaloned it. Yep. Shamalon holiday twist number two. So that this leaves us with the top ten games of the year. The thing that oh, Greg was shit. working on right before he started this podcast. Oh, man. Right, Greg? Um, yes. How many... <laughs> You said there were over 40, 40 games that made this list this year. 46 games 46. were voted for across the chatty. The chatty, uh, Shack News Chatty, our forum, got one vote, a collective vote from right. our staff. Right. And then each staff member got to submit a ballot mm-hmm. of varying quality. 
But <laughs> we got we got our votes in. I actually prefer years where we have a, a diverse range of votes. This was the most diverse yeah. I've ever yeah. seen. It just is a pain in the ass for me mm-hmm. when I'm tallying the votes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all I was complaining about. Um, uh, I, so I think half of my games made this list, so I'm feeling pretty good about it. Without further ado, the top ten Shaq, the Shaq News top ten games of the year 2018. Top ten games of the year 2018. Yep. Number ten. Dragon ten. Ball Fighters. Ah! Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, um, that it's a great game. And it's on Switch. Yes, it's on Switch. I have it right there. Yes. Well, you notice my and Switch come- is docked. I do. What the I was, hell? I was fighting. I was playing on uh, two Dragon people. Ball? No, no, no. We we're playing Smash. But, oh, oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, but yeah, uh, I have it on on there. It's great. Uh, and like we we mentioned it, it's exploded as an esport this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And you know, Greg has mentioned in the past that Marvel uh, versus Capcom Infinite kind of fell flat yeah. on its face. Mm-hmm. So it this left, totally picked up that slack. It's it left did. the door it's open. It's yeah. to see that game die because the, you know, Disney only gave them nine months with the license. That sucks. But, like, that really sucks. But it's, yeah. I mean, the thing about the thing about Fighters, though, is like it also did its own thing. Like, Arc System has been making fighting games for a long time. Yep. So they're no they're no slouches. Like no, I mean it's like it's almost like they were re- yeah. refining everything, you know, with Blaze Blue, mm-hmm. Cross Tag Battle, like all these different uh, iterations. Just, and then they, they finally got that chance. They got that chance with a really good IP, and they hit a home run. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And but it has it has the same sort of accessibility as like the Marvel vs. Capcom franchise. There's a lot of pre-programmed combinations. And anyone can pick it up and play it and be competitive, but when you really start to master it, like there's a whole other metagame to it that's really cool. But like everybody has the same, everybody can have the same abilities, so to speak. I guess like there aren't a lot of like moves aren't really hidden behind like having to know everyone's. Yeah, there's no there's no reverse dragon punches, which is kind of crazy. You guys remember those? Those are. Sure, you can. There's yeah. like, there's no input oh, command like yeah, that. Yeah. It's all straightforward yeah. commands. Like there's oh, okay. no walkie, mm-hmm. walkie commands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is very accessible, like, uh, which yeah, I like from a, fight, from a guy who sucks at fighting games perspective. Mm-hmm. I like this game. Yeah, <laughs> as a horrible yeah. noob in the in the FGC, <laughs> I like this game. Yeah, and it's got pretty colors. And like when you kick the crap out of someone, and they go flying through a mountain. It's pretty satisfying. Oh god, it feels good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what do you do when you finish them and it blows up half like the earth or yeah. something? Yeah, like, <laughs> like I love the ridiculous cutscenes in it. That's classic Dragon Ball. It really is. It's over oh, the yeah. top in this game, though. Uh, the presentation is so good. Um. Number nine, your Sea of Thieves. Yeah, it made the list against Fair all way. odds. Uh, I love this game. It's one of my my favorite games to come out this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's great. It's just great. Uh, we talked about it earlier. Uh, Greg, do you want to talk about Sea of Thieves at all? I just like it. I think like it's. I mean, a lot of people hate it. I mean, I know I know Krabs really hates it. Uh, 
but like I think it's it's essentially trying. It did something new and old at the same time. Mm-hmm. With like you know, it's the the world is what you made out of it. The 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 game is much better with friends solo. It's not very fun. I think with friends, it's much better. And I think that there, it's a studio that's small enough. I mean, I I get that it's Microsoft owned, but it's still like not. It's not like a Bethesda size studio like that's small enough to actually like listen to community and feedback. And, yeah, they've still I mean, kept Rare as a separate entity. With it, mm-hmm. Um, but... which is great. And I don't know. I just I think the game is. I mean, I, a game, I mean, I stopped playing it, but that doesn't mean that it wasn't good when I did play it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it should be higher. <laughs> yeah, higher. no, it's... Greg, our our votes are why it even made the list. I'll oh, tell you geez. that much. Mm-hmm. David, you too. And but, Sam. And Sam. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of people left it off their list entirely. Like I said, very diverse votes. Number eight, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Yeah. I'm... <sighs> shocked that this made the list i'm having i'm not i've never really been a fan of smash i've never disliked it but it's just one of those games playing smash used to make me feel old it still kind of does like i cannot (laughs) keep track of what's happening on the screen half the time but this year i don't know it's just clicked with me i'm having a ton of fun unlocking everybody i've probably lights great yeah it's so good yeah it is i need to play more of that mode i've been playing a lot of classic and just smash like i had a a friend i have you know friends are starting to trickle into town for christmas and Someone came over last night. We played Smash for like three hours with Amy, and it's, it's once great. you start getting like multiple people in there, yeah. Oh God, is it so much? It's fun. it's always we were been a great. It for like two hours last night. Yeah, that's why. Like, I know you know it's important to factor into review, but like online latency in that game means nothing to me because that's it. It is has been and always will be a, a party game. Mm-hmm. I think. And yeah, you I mean it's it's a game where you can have eight people play locally. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, no, I love that game. Uh, and it deserves to be on this list. Number seven, Monster Hunter World. Yay. I like the game. It's a good game. It's nice. It's a good game. Okay, we talked about it. Uh, yeah, we talked about it earlier. So It's a great game. Yeah, Number six. It. Number six, Tetris Effect. Oh yeah, I, I I love this game. Yeah, it's, I'm I'm digging it as well. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Have you played it in VR yet? No, not yet. I haven't even had time to set up the the headset. But yeah, yeah. Once you do that, mm-hmm. it's there's no going back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's why you have to stay away from it. As I like honestly, I don't play it in VR because we never see you again. What's that, Blake? I've been playing it like at least two to three times a week. Yep. Um, it's kind of like, uh, it's kind of like therapy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't know. It's, <laughs> I, I it's don't weird. even play it. I'll just throw on it's, theater mode. It's such a Zen game. I'm just like, I'm going to hang out here and like, just kind of drink my tea Lola likes and it watch too. theater mode. Yeah. It's Lola's favorite game uh, that come that came out this year. Uh, so yeah, no, I, I love that Tetris effect gave you a mode where you don't even have to play it. You just let it wash over you. Mm-hmm. But then when you do play it, holy crap, is it immersive and challenging and fun and just mm-hmm. extremely well designed. The sound graphic and gameplay design and how it's all intertwined mm-hmm. is so damn impressive. That's like where it it is my game of the year. Yeah, if I some, love that game. If so. someone were to ask me what the rave scene in San Francisco in the 90s was like, I would probably just ask yeah. someone to play Tetris Effect. <laughs> yeah, <Back> here. 
Uh-huh. So, put, put these VR goggles on and just kind of breathe, buddy. So Let me know if you need water or back rub. Coming up to our number five, halfway through yep. this list. Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, yippee-ki-yay, yippee-ki-yay. Yep. Shooting cowboys. Let me tell you, there's nothing more wild west-ish than sneaking around like a sneaky sneak. <laughs> yeah, that is kind of silly. <laughs> Boy, do you do a lot of that in Red Dead Redemption 2. You sure story. do. Every mission is like, we're going to sneak in here before we start shooting everything. <laughs> yep. Instead of just shooting stuff to begin with. But yep. You got to sneak first. The, hey, you this got... game could have been half as long. <laughs> hey, this is a good game. It's number five. <laughs> yeah, it's halfway down the list. It did not even make my list. It didn't make my list either. Yeah, I didn't put it on my list. Yeah. I, but I know why. Hey, it's still number five. Yeah. Despite our efforts. Yeah. No, there's a lot of... Some people that like this game. There's a lot of good in it, too. I mean... No, it's there's I, a lot that's a lot. great. Mm-hmm. Like It's mm-hmm. a super polished game. But then there's design decisions that have been prevalent in rockstar games for like 10 years yeah and you're like stop it already i have zero interest <laughs> in this game and a lot of that has to do with rockstar fatigue yeah let's move on yeah number four is a game i think all of us like dead cells yep that's, ah, oh man that's a video game yeah that is a video game ass video game. game that is a video game yes that's a video game my... that you play and it plays it's great that gameplay loop is just fabulous mm-hmm. love it it's my favorite roguelike since Rogue Legacy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, Rogue Legacy is the last one that, like, kind of pulled me in, like, Dead Cells has. Yeah, this that's, is a great roguelike. That's exactly what I thought, too, Greg. The first time I played that, I was like, this is a successor to Rogue Legacy. That was Blake. Uh, I, I'm sorry, Blake, yes. Oh, man. <laughs> um, Blakelton and, like, and uh, Brokelton. Yeah. I like, uh, I like David because he makes me feel like my opinion is smart. <laughs> You're welcome, Blake. So number oh, three. Speaking of smart opinions, number three, Celeste. Your yeah, game of the year, David. My game of the year. That's right. I love this game. Yep. I went back and forth with Tetris in it for my game of the year. Uh this is a great game. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those games that once you beat it, you're like, fuck, I don't want to play this. It's hard. It is really hard. And it's like infuriating. Mm-hmm. But the once again, amazing gameplay loop. Yep. Boy, can you just die and try and die and try and die and try? Yeah. Keeps track to troll you how bad you are. You've died this many times. <laughs> the, the friend who came over last night tried Celeste for the first time. He got hooked on it for like an hour. He would say, just one more screen. Instead uh-huh. of just one more turn, it was just one more screen. Yeah. And he'd feel so good. And like every time he got a strawberry, he was like so pumped when his feet finally hit solid ground. Oh, and yeah. the strawberry counted. Yeah. Yeah. And then he'd go like, okay, well, no, just one more screen, one more screen. It's just, it's that sort of game. Until you get to the top of the mountain. And you're like, okay, I'm done. Yeah. I did it. I climbed the mountain. But then if you're not done, here's the B sides. Yep. Here's the C sides. If you're like some sort of a masochist, you know, like. I am one of those. It's amazing. Yeah. It's such a good game. Yeah. And it deserves all the praise. It was our indie game of the year. It's number three on our top ten. Number two. Boy, 
<laughs> it's War Dad. Boy. God of War. On the War PlayStation Dad. 4. <laughs> Dad of Boy. War Dad. God of War. Uh, yeah, it's just super polished game. Uh, you know, you can tell Santa Monica, Sony Santa Monica spent a lot of time on this one. Mm-hmm. And it's very well made. Didn't make my top 10, Mm-mm. but it's our number two game of the year. So here we are. Yep. Anyone else got anything <laughs> to say about God of War? I, I like that. I got like that King of the Hill meme. Oh, Hank Hill is Kratos and yeah. Bobby. It tripped me up that it was a sequel to three. I thought it was like a reboot. I didn't realize it was an actual sequel. Yeah, they just reboot the name. That was crazy. No, no, like it's this. Oh yeah, well, I can't. Well, what's it's been out for a while. Spoilers, be be hell with. It's. I didn't realize it was a direct sequel to three, which it is. I thought it was yeah. its own thing. No, it's it's a sequel. Yeah, I did not realize that. I was like, oh, cool. They're going to reboot the God of War franchise, but it's going to be Norse mythology. That's cool. But it's not. It's, it's no, the same it's no. just God it's like an old withered Kratos. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, he's seen some shit. Right. Kratos. He's immortal. He's a god. So he doesn't technically age, I guess. He looks like older in this. Mm-hmm. He's got a beard, at least. I yeah. think in my, <laughs> in, my, uh, in my philosophy cast, or not my uh, one of my classes, we debated that gods only age if they want to. I guess was the final verdict on that. So. Okay, so Kratos aged because he wanted to. Yeah. So our number one game of the year. I mean, that's no, not what you think it is. Wait, yes, it is. It's pretty well, surprising. I was surprised when I calculated. I actually wasn't at all. I called this months ago. Mm. Game yeah. of the year is Marvel Spider-Man. Well, dude, it's your fault for asking for so many pictures. I think I really did screw this up. Because I asked for pictures of Spider-Man. You did. For months you were asking for pictures of Spider-Man. Months. Yeah, and I got them. <laughs> you got them. Did you see how many... Like, when that game launched, Yeah. Twitter that week was just pictures of Spider-Man. Yep. It was the mm-hmm. best week. Yeah. Uh, J. Jonah Jameson was a happy camper. He really was. There were so many pictures. Uh, all posted to Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, that's our game of the year. I think that's a solid list. Does whatever Spider can. Yeah, and I appreciate that. This was really the year of the Spider Man, though. It kind of was. About it. Mm-hmm. The more you think about Spider, like into, into the, the Spider Verse. Yeah, I'm, yep. yeah. I'm in that movie this weekend. I haven't seen it yet. I've heard yeah. nothing but amazing things about it. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. happy to see Miles Morales start to be getting some shine mm-hmm. in uh, oh yeah in in these different games and movies. I think that's cool. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I, I'm I I can't be mad. It's a super polished game. It's not. It's not like we gave it to Overwatch instead of Doom. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Or anything over breath of the wild yeah yeah it's like a really great spider-man simulator i think that's the thing about it is it offers like it's the same reason that batman arkham asylum was so good is because it got what being batman was all about oh man you sound like that video game donkey movie (laughs) this game really makes me feel like batman this game makes me feel like Spider-Man. <laughs> you should, uh, I mean, so did you see what, uh, uh, did our Shaq Shaq go up this week, by the way? Did it go up already or no? Shaq what? It goes up tomorrow. Shaq Shaq. Shaq Chat. Shaq Chat. Yes. Because what Donovan wrote in his, I want to like, will someone please ship him a copy of Spider-Man 2? Like, I don't understand how he missed that game, but apparently he did. He's like, like four. 
when that game came out. <laughs> Still though, I mean, like when you're that, Donovan you know what I did mean? not have thumb dexterity to play Spider-Man Two on Dreamcast. No. Okay, then what's the excuse when he's like 14, 15, when the PS2 cycle, when the PS2, PS3 is starting to die out? You know what I mean? So you can still play it. Like what's? Yeah. I don't uh, know. No. You you were talking gonna... about why trends are so ephemeral. Donovan's a good case study for that. Yeah. It was funny because he was like, where was this game 10 years ago? And I'm like, uh, hello, uh, Spider-Man 2? Like, <laughs> that's where it was 10 years ago. That's why I like having him on our Shack Chats, though. Because uh-huh. he's, like, totally younger than all of us. Yeah. It's a very different take. It is. Uh, and he's really good at reporting on Fortnite. Mm-hmm. The guy's kind of become our Fortnite guy. Yep. Uh Kind of like Stacy Powers over there at VGR.com. <laughs> you know, good old Stacy. Good old Stacy. What's up, Stace? Who definitely exists. Totally exists on Twitter now because of friends of the show. Right. Stacy, friend of the show. Right. Um, but yeah, that's our top 10. That's our game of the year. That's all the awards, the Shaq News Awards. The second year we've done this. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to go great. Uh, developers are always super happy that they're getting recognized and i think we did another good job of trying to recognize as many developers as we could mm-hmm. um absolutely i think i don't i don't know i think there's a lot of stuff that made our list that aren't going to be anywhere else mm-hmm. it's definitely yeah. its own list um mm-hmm. but it also just shows like everyone on the staff plays a lot of different stuff yeah we're all over the you place know. in our tastes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's I think that's awesome. Mm-hmm. No, it's a good thing. Cause, yeah, because it allows us to expose our audience to things that we all appreciate as well. So, like boob saga. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Boob saga. Holy crap, boob saga! Oh man, I hope that I hope that Brit's okay and gets a review in tomorrow. So yeah, I hey, cannot wait to Greg, share that with the world. Greg, do you have to go? Yeah, I have to cook dinner. I'm dying. Okay, do you have any quick hot takes on Fortnite lawsuits? Yes, I do. <laughs> I think that the counter argument of of you can't. First of all, you can copyright choreography. Let's get that straight out of the ba- out of the gate. You can. Uh, the fact is, people saying, "Well, you can't copyright specific moves in that choreography." The copyright office doesn't recognize that. Correct. In 1979, they did not recognize that because they didn't think there was any possible way you could profit off a five second dance move. And this is why you copyright stuff to begin with. It's to prevent people from stealing creative property and making a shit ton of money off of it. That's the whole point of the copyright system, is to prevent from doing that. So essentially, even though what Epic Games did was technically legal at the time, I think we're going to witness a giant copyright shift for this kind of stuff uh, happen in the, in the future. I don't think Carlton or any one of these people are going to get backlog money but I think the courts will say, well, if you want to keep this new game, you now have to give them a percentage. So they're going to file. They're going to file injunctions, basically, and and so then they're going to have to change the dance enough to it meets parody purposes, which is I think has to be like your music guide. So to do parody songs, it has to be like thirty five percent different or something like that. There's some weird percentage. Yeah. How percentage. do you measure that in dance? Yeah. Exactly. So they have to like figure that out because right now it's it's like one to one identical. Like it's it's I mean. They knew they knew it was questionable when they did it, and they did it anyway. Like you know what I mean? Like, should we can we I take mean, this dance? I mean, it's not like Fortnite is the first 
company to do this. I mean, no. I'm pretty sure I've seen the Carlton in Destiny 2. Exactly. Yeah. It's also yeah. it's also in Warcraft. Uh, they still dances, but the, the thing of the matter is that you're, those dances aren't specifically locked behind a paywall. That's the difference. Is it's part of the game, yeah. core game, so you yep. don't have to pay ninety nine cents to unlock I it. I think that's that's, that's legal issue. That's really the yeah. crux of this: is that people are yeah. seeing how much Fortnite's making off of a dance they created, and that's pissing them off. Right. Nobody but, cares. But in the case of Backpack Kid, he didn't even invent anything. Mm-hmm. He just saw something and then reappropriated it, and now his mom's suing. Right. It's like, oh, she he did it on stage. He was the one who popularized it, so he gets money. And Everybody's I'm like, no, to get that's theirs. not how it works. I just wonder if Michael Scarn he copywrote uh the the Scarn. Mm-hmm. That they should do the Scarn in Fortnite. They should. I guess that's too Every long. That they can condense his dance that he does in his movie. Is that what you're talking about? The Michael yeah. Scarn? The yeah. Scarn. Yeah. It's like, time to do the Scarn, everybody. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's one of my favorite episodes. Yeah, so in the long sense, no one, I don't think, it's, this isn't going to make Epic go bankrupt. They're not going to have to do a settlement. The judge is going to say, if you want to continue to sell your finances, you're going to have to start paying royalties. That's what's going to happen. Maybe. And then that's going to open up a whole new Maybe. I, for like, I, smaller games. I think... Only in certain cases where the people actually did the copyright beforehand. I think people trying to do it after the fact are not going to have any success. No. Because it, it it's too late. You missed it. Yeah. You know? Um, and also, it's like you have to have video evidence of it. Like, there's so many. I, I think the problem with doing this with dance is that so much of dance comes from the underground scene. So there's probably some dude in a rave in Detroit who invented like half of these. Right. And he, he doesn't know that someone turned it into something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you have someone like Carlton where that's identifiable to yeah. that show. Right. And that, that show has lawyers. Yeah. So I could see that actually going somewhere mm-hmm. out of all of these. Uh, yeah. The- but you have like rappers that are trying to sue. And then there's people that show, uh, hey, this rapper didn't even invent that move. Yeah, I think the first case, the decision will either close the floodgates or open them. Yep. Uh, the same scenario kind of played out when, um, I don't remember which publisher did it, but a publisher tried to sue a YouTuber for Let's Plays, and they lost, and now that doesn't happen anymore. So we'll just have to see. I know that case you're talking about. It's basically a case saying if somebody uploads... It, it was so more convoluted than this, but the basic thing was if, if I upload gameplay of God of War, David, and you take that gameplay and put it on your YouTube channel, then, like, that's... The guy was trying to say that that was stealing, but it's not because they don't own... Neither of us own the rights to God of War. You know what I mean? Like, we own our commentary. That, I remember that case, though. Yeah. People were arguing that they, that they own the game. And it's like, no, you don't. You don't own the game. Like, mm-hmm. the publisher lets you monetize it and put it on YouTube. Like, you own your commentary... That's a big misconception, I think. And like like I said, people don't know anything about copyright law. Or I, I knew very little until I started researching it for this Fortnite thing. But like, yeah, there's a bunch of like tape everywhere, and it's mainly just to stop people from making money off other people's property is basically what it's there for. And yeah. it works. Yeah, so it'll be it's interesting probably- to see where this goes. But yeah, mm-hmm. we wanted to mention it. it was kind of the big news of the week. Um, and it's kind of interesting. Uh, but yeah, that's... So, I don't know. No, yeah, we could take else? the Tom. We could take the Tom Petty approach and just not care. Like 
several songs have like come out where it, like sounds just like a Tom Petty song. Yeah. Yeah, but the thing is, how much money is it making? Because that's when people start caring. Is that like no one cared about Destiny emotes because they didn't make any money? But Fortnite, wait, like also we did an article like one billion dollars in emote sales. Like that's a in like a month. Yeah, that's so that's gonna like get Mm -hmm. some eyebrows raised. And yeah, they can absolutely. I saw someone in the chatty say that you can't play favorites. I go my ass, you can. No one cares if this game's selling emotes and making no money. They care if this game's selling emotes and making a shit ton of money. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well. I'm gonna hope. I hope my next song uh, that I have a dance for, I can sell it to uh, Epic Man. Yep. Absolutely. That's all I'm saying. And I've got one. I've got one in the pocket. That would be perfect for emotes. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna try and make my million next year that way. Okay. Well, we're gonna stick with this uh, fraudulent <laughs> GoFundMe business model that mm-hmm. we came up with earlier. All right. Um. But yeah, you know, we're wrapping up. We gotta wrap up because Nicole needs her dinner and Greg has to cook it. Am I right? Uh, yep. Okay. Um. So yeah, that that was the year. Yeah, it's the whole year. Pretty good year in video games, right? We Quite did a, a lot of things. Year. We did a lot of things at Shack News. Went to a lot of places. Talked to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Wrote we a lot of. Stuff. We wrote a lot of words. Streamed a lot of games. This and a, you have to approve this video tonight too. By the way. You're gonna have it done tonight. I did. I worked on. I worked on it all this morning, like crazy. Nice. I, I was. I work. I had to re-record some video. I I did it last night and this morning. Okay. Because like, I needed to be done by tomorrow. Because tomorrow I might be leaving at noon to go down to. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I'll I'll be around to approve it, as I okay. tend to be. Well, I'm writing up that article. It's going to be our first multi-page article on the front page. I know yes, that click, I know that the click, long click, reads, click, click. the long reads, we we have chapters. Right. This, is, this is actually just a multi-page article. Right. So we're gonna Buzzfeed the fuck out of Greg's top tens in the new year. All right. <laughs> like that, Greg? Yes, I do actually. Ten times the page views if you want to know that which yes. the order of the top ten is. Yeah. I think that's a fair compromise. I think so. It's like you know what deal with it mm-hmm. you don't like yep. it it's not like i'm running ads no nope. that's what the, that's what i find fascinating when people are like yo this is just clickbait awesome if you're just doing this for click i'm like yes i want clicks but i'm not like some just like oh look at all this internet money i'm rolling in yeah like, all right i gotta go food's burning sorry all He's right burning greg. food bye greg bye love you Berkelton. he gone he gone just like bye, that bye Berkelton. Well, we're like wrapping the, up anyway. Yeah, we I are. Think. Yeah, yeah. It's just uh, I don't want to get him in trouble. No. Uh. So yeah, that's that's pretty much the show, right? Yeah. We should do our usual yeah. wrap up. Um. Go to shacknews.com for your interviews, news, reviews, previews. Uh. Long reviews, reads. Long reads. Yeah. Videos, video interviews. Uh, go to gamerhub.tv. Steve Tominski's over there reviewing games. Uh. We're still doing uh, YouTube at both uh shack news games slash shack news games on youtube because the guy who has slash shack news is a jerk also slash gamer hub videos on youtube for the gamer hub content that's more gamer focused stuff you know stuff around gaming some yeah. like tv people mm-hmm. there's the interview with triple h and stephanie mcmahon on that channel boo most viewed yeah oh really yeah yeah you don't like them no no you don't like triple h no uh, ever no 
Ever. Ever, ever, ever. Well, ever. I guess I like what he's doing with NXT, but this is this is a separate conversation. Okay. Fair enough. I think that man's a dick. <laughs> good. Yeah. It's good to know. Yeah. We'll have to pin we'll put a pin in that for next year's Shaq Yes. Yeah. Because I do think we should revisit this. Yeah. Uh Degeneration X, I guess I have fond memories of. Boo. NWO all the way. Wait, so no Shawn Michaels love? Oh, I like Shawn Michaels. He was part of DX. Yeah. He was the Sure, and then Triple H was just kind of like happened to be human about, centipeding him the whole time. What about X Pac? No, oh come on, <laughs> hell no! <laughs> Guy's finishing move is he like humps your face in the corner? No, 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 no. Okay, no, 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 no. Okay, here's why. Have you seen the trailer for our WWE stream? No. Oh wait, the opening. Oh yeah, with I have Ozzy seen that. doing the suck it. Thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I liked it. Okay, I okay. thought suck it was a good chant. It and is a good, good chant and a good gesture. It absolutely is. I I actually look back on the Attitude Era and am kind of embarrassed by a lot of it. Like it's kind of juvenile. <laughs> the signs stupid. that you see in the crowd that part those is cool. were embarrassing. But like a lot of the content and stuff, <laughs> man, lowest common okay. denominator. So I but already anyway. derailed the wrap. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, it. You can follow us on Twitter at Shack News. We're on Facebook. If you like that garbage company, it gave us the rock, dude. You know the market's crashing. We haven't really talked about it today. Right. Uh, the market's selling off. Facebook is like my punching bag. Every day I come into I come into the turd mines. I'm just like whack, just one in the ribs. And then like some money falls out. Yeah, it's great. And whenever I'm betting on the market going down, I'm using Facebook as the vehicle to do it. Mm-hmm. And then I trade other things on the upside. But this mm-hmm. is a great trader's market for that. And maybe I'll be able to fund Shack News next month just from shorting Facebook. Yeah. That would make me a happy guy. There you go. If we're literally just running fa- Shack News on Facebook tiers, <laughs> that would be delicious. <laughs> also, uh, we're Shack News Media on Instagram. Mm-hmm. That's also a Facebook property. Uh, What else do we got? I think those are the, the things to follow, right? Yeah. Yeah, and then yeah, we're also go to the Shack News chatting. I'm giving away all sorts of shit this week. Shackmas giveaways. Yeah, Shackmas. All sorts of great things are happening. By the time you hear this podcast, Shackmas will have already happened. Actually, so too bad you missed it. Yeah, you blew it. You're done. Yep. Uh, I'm trying to give away more Nintendo Switches than I think we ever have. Yeah. In any one given Shackmas, so we need a picture of Lola with all these the Switch swag. Yep, and the Xbox Ones and the PS4s uh so yeah i guess i'll do my soapbox for the last time i think we lost blake hold on a second blake Olton. we lost blake let me fix this oh man they're dropping like flies i know right lola was the first to go that's pretty usual <laughs> did you see her earlier she came out of her bed looked at us and was like "Ugh," and went just went right back in <laughs> she did yeah i did not see that <laughs> it's great i can't get a hold of blake that's fine. Well, we'll wrap it up anyway. Yeah, it's fine. Um, last soapbox of the year. Yeah, wow. I can't believe I'm still doing these. It's necessary. You're always going to have to do these. I'm never going to. I'll never get past this. This will nope. always be a thing. Nope. If you're on the internet, which you probably are because you're listening to us through a series of tubes, and say you're on Twitter or Facebook, and you see a link to an article, or maybe you see a headline. Blah, blah, blah says blah. 
before you react to it, like it, retweet it, share it, put it on someone's wall, before you do any of that, comment on it, click the link, read the article, watch the video, listen to the podcast, actually consume the content before sharing it. It helps the content creator, the writer or the video creator, editor, because it gives them a page viewer, a video view, or yep. a podcast view. Mm-hmm. It also helps yourself become a more informed reader and share of information. And maybe the most important thing, it prevents the sh- f- sharing of fake news. Yes. Which is a huge problem these days, you guys. Yeah. Huge. Bigger every week. So click the link. Do it for Shaq News. Yes. It's not that hard. I kind of want to get Blake back because we want him to oh, do the song. Are there you back? he is. Are you back, hey, buddy? I'm back. Okay, sorry. I did the wrap-up. Uh, I was angry because I was telling people to click the link. Now that Blake's here, it reminds me. If you want to go Sexy Bill the Cameraman's Extra Mile, yeah. actually vet the information. Find another source that confirms what they're saying yes. before you just dip, you know, jump on the bandwagon. Like, actually yeah. confirm the information before sharing it. Mm-hmm. Do that for Shaq. Try it. The scientific method in most things in life, kids. Right. So, yeah. that's the year. That's the whole shebang for the Shaq cast. I think this is 47th episode. I think so. Because we're going to repurpose a Twitch stream for the next one. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, this is, this is pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, pretty not, not bad. Pretty good. You know, like... Uh, uh, I went to Japan. Fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm hoping to go this next year, too. And um, that was the best thing ever. Yeah, Japan is awesome. I think about it a lot. Yeah. I, 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 let's just move there. Like This is the year. This I is can't. The year we do it. I can't. I'm going to yeah. vote in Ohio in 2020. Yeah. Fair enough. That's I, cool. I think it's important. I, I wouldn't. That's sur- an important thing I should do. It is. It is. Um, I wouldn't survive the flight, so I'm going to stay here. But that's only. <laughs> but that's only two years. Right? I know. After that, see ya. Okay. <laughs> right. If things don't go my way in 2020, <laughs> I'll see ya. Uh, no, I don't. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But yeah, this was an amazing year for Shack News. This is our best year. Uh, you know, it's funny. Uh, I was called. It was five years ago on Christmas Eve. Yeah, so December 24th. I got a phone call. It was, hey, you want to buy Shaq News? Mind you, I had just been in the game from an investor's perspective since June of that year. Mm-hmm. I had invested in GamerHub. I owned 30% of GamerHub at the time. And they're like, hey, you want to buy Shaq News? And I'm like, holy crap, Shaq News is still around? <laughs> I went there and I was like, holy crap. And I'm like, of course, I clicked the chatty within like, I don't know, five minutes of looking out the front page. Mm-hmm. I read some articles from Ozzy Mejia, right? Mm-hmm. He was kind of, it was like Steve Watts, Ozzy Mejia, Alice O'Connor, Andrew Yoon. Mm-hmm. They were really carrying the site at that point. And then, you know, like I, I read, uh, started reading the chatty. I was like, oh my God, this place is still here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, it was, it was like, it felt so weird yeah that it was still there and i was just like i remember telling my my our my business partners like hey look look at this crazy engaged community that's like still loves this place mm-hmm. and they've had no 
No one's even remotely invested in them at all. Yeah. I'm like, what if someone did? So, yeah, we're almost there. The vision I had when I bought the site. We're, like, almost there. Mm-hmm. So it feels good to be almost there. That's awesome. But there's like so much ahead of us. And things have presented themselves that at the time when I bought the site, I didn't know would happen. But they're good. You know, like mm-hmm. Shack News Electronic Sports. Mm-hmm. Like really cool things yeah. are happening. I think, I think we're one of the most unique websites in our space. And I think uh, we're going to, the next year or so, we're going to put this company in a place where it'll be here to stay forever. Like, mm-hmm. you know, where when I bought the site, it was on the verge of death mm-hmm. and just hemorrhaging. I think it was spending like 80 grand a month to run the site. Jeez. What? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, because they're hosting FileShack without taking any money for all the oh, FileShack services. Right. So they're yeah. just running file check at this huge loss. Yeah. I was like, what the hell is this? Yeah. So we had to shut down. We made some tough decisions. We shut down file check, you mm-hmm. know, like, uh, but yeah, like the site itself is in the best shape I think it's ever been in and it's going to just improve next year. I'm really excited about that. And I think the staff has done a really good job by like putting a process in place we kind of have a culture of what we do, how we do it, like our way. There's definitely like a Shack News way now, uh, which I think is important. I think great companies have that kind of culture. And I think because we're independently owned, we can be brash and call out people when they steal our shit. Mm-hmm. You know, or we can, I, I think we, it gives us freedom. Yeah. Like how an indie game has the freedom to take risks. I feel mm-hmm. like we have a similar kind of risk profile. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, we've been willing to experiment the whole time I've been here. It's just funny because five years ago, I was just going to write a check. And then we bought check news and then I was like. Then you were out. I was out. Yeah. I didn't have to do anything. Within a year, I was CEO. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now, five years later, here I am as editor in chief and I'm doing a podcast. I'm streaming. Yep. I didn't think this was going to be the path, but, you know, this is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it's a good thing. I, th- I think we're going to – I'm really happy with what we did this year as a whole. Like, when you step back – I'm going to write an article about this called The Year of the Shack because mm-hmm. 2018 was always prophesied to be a big yep. year for Shack News. And I really think it was. I think it, oh, man. it truly was mm-hmm. like it was our best year ever. And we 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 took those risks the right way. And then like when we do get someone like Nick Chester from Fortnite, we're not afraid to ask him about cereal, mm-hmm. you know, or like just be goofy with uh, yeah. playing playing Sea of Thieves with Joe Neat, you know, just being goofy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that'll be our our biggest strength is not taking ourselves too seriously. Because a lot of our competitors do that, mm-hmm. and it's it's video games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, know? it's just video games. Yeah, uh, I think there's like a I think there's like a professional tone to a lot of the stuff that we report on from day to day. Sure, but when it comes to like the personality of the site and like things we write that are the asides, the editorials, like the creative stuff, like yeah, there's definitely a voice, but there's a community behind that voice, which mm-hmm. is like quirky. 
Yeah, it's a law. It's a law-based economy. Mm-hmm. And according to Tom W, 2017 was the first year-over-year decline in lulls. So we are in a lull session. Yeah. So hopefully, we'll get some data from Tom W that the lull session is over. Right. If not, yeah. 2019, we're gonna have to make sure we have to make the chatty lull again. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, I think. I mean, we were, the chat news was everywhere. Like there were. Like between all the live streams at like events, like all the event coverage, mm-hmm. like the, the the electronic sports league, you know, um, man, it's just it, it was crazy. Like I didn't expect to become a color commentator this year. Yeah, personally, mm-hmm. I, it's, it, if the shoe fits, you know. Yeah, but you uh, shined in that yeah. role. <laughs> yeah. You both did. Like there's like uh, <laughs> us three doing co- commentary on any video game, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, it was really fun. Uh, mm. And that was like a completely unexpected thing that was born on this podcast, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. And so were the Shack News Awards. Yeah. But yeah, I, I look forward to doing more crazy mm. things and and not having religion about what we do, you know. Not being like, oh, hey, th- that's what I mean when I say there's like a Shack News way. Is that it's like it's encouraging yeah. experimentation and you know it, it's something that I'm trying to bring from my experience at Army of Techno, uh, where I threw events, where it's just like I want to create joy mm-hmm. in the world, and that's gonna be the at the core of Shack News Electronic Sports and at the core of this next phase of the redesign is gonna be how do we make how do we make our site a source of joy? Because mm-hmm. video games are a source of joy. They should be right yeah. when when you're doing it right, you know. And I'm not saying we don't we don't report on sexual harassment at Riot or or working conditions at Rockstar, mm-hmm. but we celebrate when a game's fun because mm-hmm. we love video games. And I think mm-hmm. that's going to be at our core. Uh, but yeah, I, I I'm looking forward to next year. And I, I look back at this year and I'm just like, wow, that was a hell of a ride. And I really feel like the whole staff this week were kind of like, I was telling Ozzy in DMs, I was like, I feel like I'm just like trying to fly this plane and like land it and get it into the hangar. <laughs> just mm-hmm. like call it a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, this was a great year. And we I, I think we all did really great work and, and yeah. all this really proud of all of us. What about like we haven't even brought up David's book. Yeah. Oh, that's right. yeah. Both oh, both long reads. Yeah, uh, that's what I mean. Like the traveling that we did, the interviews that we did, eight hours of interviews uh, for Beneath a, Star- a Starless Sky. Just on location, I did yeah. over thirty-five. Yeah. over Skype. That's what I mean. Like yeah. eight hours of video interviews that we distilled into a thirty-five minute video. Yeah, and then yeah, all the other breakouts that we did from that, all the all the pause screens. Yep. Uh, the story about the penny bets. Yeah, you know, just like that's amazing. That studio is great, and like seeing them shine has just been cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they're acquired by Microsoft. Yep. You know, like what? Two months after we posted that? Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, that's nuts. And then uh, Ascendant, the Tomb Raider story on the on uh, Crystal Dynamics and Eidos' trilogy. That was a lot of fun to write too. Mm-hmm. So and that, that was one of those team efforts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I was interviewing some folks for you at PAX. That's right. That's right. <laughs> 
And uh, I can say the f- the first long read of 2019 will be on Ashen. Surprise, surprise. Surprise. Yeah. Uh, no, that'll be cool. I think Shackers will be all over that. Yeah. Lola is back on the couch and looking at... Lying in my lap here. Yeah, looking at David with star eyes. Yeah. She <laughs> loves me. <laughs> right? Yep. Eventually, Hi, one of these days, Blake, we're going to have to get you out here. Yeah, man. I'm down. Um, let's see. Uh, if I'm we can get going on if we can get Blake to Japan, we got to bring him to Ohio. Maybe I'll just make him come to J- to Ohio before Japan. <laughs> there you go, Blake. That's fair. <laughs> That's reasonable. Are you doing that'll some? Be like my, huh? That'll be the few days in between in between packs. Oh yeah, goodness! Or two days in between packs in, uh, <laughs> in Japan. Uh, I, don't go home and breathe. Just come to Ohio. Yeah. yeah. And then go to another. Just time zone hop for a minute. It'll be great. That's yeah. right. Yeah. All right. Fine. Why if would you, I want to be home ever? If you do that, <laughs> there's a direct flight from Detroit to Nagoya. Oh, shit. Uh-huh. Oh. oh exactly. Damn. Now it suddenly makes sense. <laughs> Boom. Just now saying. I get it. Uh-huh. Thinking ahead, man. I don't have to. I don't have to transfer. Not in Tokyo. That's some bullshit. Tokyo. I hated that. I think next time I'd just take the train straight from the Tokyo airport. Yeah, it honestly might be better just to take the Shinkansen to Nagoya instead of flying. I think that actually. It was still. I'm very proud of myself for figuring out how to get around that. Uh, the Tokyo airport and get to the right terminal because yeah. there was like really no direction and nothing in English at all. I had to like figure figure out detective style. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah. And there was the yeah you you made your way to the hotel from Nagoya Airport too, which is not an easy feat. Yeah. Man, that was awesome. I slept forever <laughs> once I got there. <laughs> but I'm I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go back. I'm gonna be in better shape next time too. That's that's for sure. So I'm yeah. gonna enjoy it even more. Yeah, I've been torturing myself on the on the treadmill for the past few months. So yeah, I got an extra cycle that I need to be hitting, and I'm going. I'm gonna be joining Greg in MetaFast here in a second too. Ah, uh, yeah. But got that coming. So yeah. But that's all here. There. Yeah. Right. So that's. It's gonna be a great year in 2019 for Shack News. I feel it is. And, you know, we have our chair pet of the board leading us, so I think the sky's the limit. And I think we're a pretty progressive board that not only do we have a female as the chairperson, but it's a dog. It's a dog. And a puppy. Uh, And a jaboo. Well, not a jaboofer, but a floofer. A floofer. A floofer that hates on jaboofers. Yeah. No, she's not a (laughs) jaboofer. No. Uh, But, yeah, that's it. I think we're done. This was a very long, exhausting year for me. Yeah, dude. I oh, this is my yeah. my busiest year ever yeah. as well. I I have fallen asleep on my couch more times this year than any time in the last four years. Yeah. So I that's just a sign of how much I've been working. <laughs> yeah, but it's good. You you know, it's a good work. It's not a bad work, and we love what we're doing, and I think we're we're seeing we're seeing the benefits of it, and I, I really think that Shack News is like a snowball going down the hill at this point. Yeah, 
And it's like, we just keep what we're doing. We're going to keep growing and growing and growing. Yeah, I think so. And it's uh, that's a good feeling from a year ago or from f- five years ago uh, to where we are now. Mm-hmm. GoFundMe's go, go going. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Once we get that those GoFundMe's set up, we're going to be printing money. Yep. We're going we're gonna to make Ichiban Bell, man. Mm-hmm. The legend continues. We still got... Part one. Yeah, there's some other stuff out there. Uh, like I said, there. The the next phases of the redesign, I I cannot wait to announce. I can't wait to show people what we're doing. Uh, I was super excited about this redesign, and that same focus and attention to detail that we have is going to be just we're going to focus on our users at a time where so many sites don't do that. <laughs> uh, so I'm excited for that. But uh, Blake, before you take us out with the song, the last song on the last Shackcast of the year, I just want to tell everyone to go out there and do it for Shack News. Well, it's been quite a year, and we've seen a lot of games, and we went a lot of places, and we played a lot of things. But there's just one thing that I'd like to tell you. Thanks for doing it for Shock News. Hey there, buddy. How you doing? Hope you had a great old year. And while we're gone, we're going to take some naps and maybe drink a little beer. Because we've had it rough reporting on all these games. And we're thinking it's time that we acted lame and just had a moment to sit on our asses but we'll be back here with everything fun and we'll have some more reviews and feeds and go to a bunch more conventions for Shaq News and Resident Evil 2 oh yeah F-Zero on Switch <laughs>